Welcome back to No Beer Left Behind. I am Brian here in Dallas, joined by two wonderful gentlemen, Frank down in Austin. Frank, how are you, buddy? Doing well, Brian. How are you doing? Dandy up here. I am doing dandy. Uh, am, I, am I coming through my HyperX, whatever this thing is, microphone? Uh, I think so. Uh, try yeah. to mute yourself on the microphone, talk into it, and we'll figure it out. Yep, yep, you're coming through the microphone correctly. Willem, uh last episode we got to about the one hour mark and we realized that Frank was talking into his computer uh, the whole time. So, uh, Willem up in Tulsa, how are you doing tonight, buddy? Doing well. It's good I to hear you. Doing well, too. <laughs> yeah, no, doing dandy. <laughs> Remember, it was should we, yeah. should we, should we, before we do beer counts or beers, yeah. should we kick off the cast by announcing? Uh-huh. What you've been working on this week, just in case you know we forget it. Oh yeah, it we will. Too deep in the cast. I've already forgotten. I was gonna hit it at the top, but I already fucking forgot. <laughs> so thank you very much, Frank. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, just in time for the holiday season, we have the exclusive No Beer Left Behind holiday T-shirt collection available now on our Teespring store. If you want a link to that, visit us over on on Instagram at No Beer Left Cast. The link there will take you directly to the holiday collection, but we do have a traditional No Beer Left Behind standard logo collection with pint glasses, a face mask, and uh, a sticker, uh, if you want to throw that on. But the holiday collection, ladies and gentlemen, it is choice. Uh, Basic t-shirt, you might say? No, not this one. Uh, We've got the holiday-specific No Beer Left Behind logo that you're only going to find there on the Teespring store and on the back of the t-shirt. It's going to label you as you are, which is jolly. All right, so uh, go check us out over there on our Teespring store. Again, the link is on our Instagram page right now, at NoBeerLeftCast. I'm sure we can link it in other places, but we're just trying to get some people over there and see if we have any interest in people picking up some shirts. Uh, rumor has it that um, we may start developing fan club shirts as well um, with cast members' faces on them um, pending... Uh, naval approval of Parker's uh, profile picture. I don't know. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Fair enough. I mean, I I, I will say these shirts came uh, roaring into the Telegram thread last night, uh, late <laughs> afternoon actually, not in the evening. They are fantastic. If you have any inkling at getting a really awesome holiday party um, T-shirt, you don't want to dress up. Even, I mean, these don't qualify as ugly sweater, but uh, they're definitely attire you could wear to a holiday party. Here's the deal. If, would, you are, be great. if you are interested in a No Beer Left Behind ugly sweater, that is a thing that we can design out. Um, it's going to take a bit of work to do, and they are not cheap. Even at the lowest price, I think they're like 40 bucks. but they're one of those all-over print sweaters um, that I think be worth going all out on. If you're interested... Drop us a <clears throat> slip into them DMs over on No Beer Left Behind's uh, a Twitter or Instagram account at No Beer Left Cast. Yeah, I'm interested in a, a No Beer Left Behind holiday sweater, so 100%. All right, so I'm marking Frank down as interested. 
Um, no, I mean, like if if there is one, I will buy one. Okay. There's no doubt. We'll see what we can we we'll see what we can drum up. Also, on the glass on the glass side of things, are these etched or are they stickers? I don't I don't know honestly. I'm gonna <laughs> guess I'm gonna guess they are 14.99. I think is what we were able to set them at. That was like the lowest we could set them at. I'm guessing they're gonna be vinyl decals, but like okay. the brewery decals. So like you can th- they should be dishwasher safe. It's okay. not like you're going to your aunt Ellen's Etsy account and. She's just fucking slapping some vinyl stickers on, aka like what I did with y'all's uh, glasses that I sent you. <laughs> yep, and I, I think we also need to be clear here: we're selling these pretty much at cost. I think we're oh. making a dollar on each item because you're forced to. Yeah, yeah, you're for you can't go below a dollar uh, profit. So everything is like a dollar, a dollar two. If it was at night, you know, ended in ninety nine. I was like, you know what? Fuck it. We're gonna we're just gonna leave it there. Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So. Go support it, man. I mean, it's good. It's good merch. Uh, it's not putting money in our pockets, uh, which no. we can discuss about that later. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, I did set the prices, and then Frank was like, oh, cool. You just did a dollar, huh? All right. I was like, oh, I probably No, it's more. fair. I mean, <clears throat> I think the people that are going to buy definitely need some new merch. Well, you'll so. get it on the ground floor before exactly. we you know, start marking them up to supreme prices, you know, and do limited runs on shit. Exactly. I, I'm, dude, I've already developed out a whole plan, by the way. We're just going to do okay. some collab shirts with breweries and shit. And oh, just, perfect. And just not tell the breweries. Oh, no, we're not. <laughs> we can't do that. We, I'm, hold on. Well, I'm being told. That's pretty much what Supreme did until they became big. Exactly. Yeah. You just got to fucking fake it till you make it. And I just, something tells me the profit's going to be a little different than what Supreme did and what we would try to do. Yeah, no, maybe a dollar. A dollar might you not. You can actually, what you can do on this, because <laughs> I'm checking out with a, a shirt and a glass right now. Um, you can you can give us a dollar per item, and then also you have the ability to donate a dollar to the American Cancer Society. Oh. So you could get out of here three bucks above cost and do a good deed. Yeah. Highly recommend. Yeah, and definitely go ahead and donate because otherwise uh, Frank and Parker will be standing behind you in line at checkout and they will comment if you do not donate. Yep. Now, I just ordered. Okay. Looks like uh should be expecting it sometime between the 11th and 14th of October. So you might want to get on this if you need it in time for the holidays. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, hey, this is all purposeful, ladies and gentlemen. We are trying to make sure that you and your loved ones are fulfilled this holiday yep, next, season. Next year, we'll have ourselves an Oktoberfest. Uh, we'll have a 4th of July shirt. Brian's on top of it. Oh, yeah. You guys want your Arbor Day shirts? They're coming, baby. And we'll be Arbor Day. Brian, how do these shirts, how do the sizes run? Big, uh, so it, uh, one, one thing I did notice, uh, some of Are the shirts... beefy cut? <laughs> I didn't put any beefy tees on there. Uh, but I will say this. Frank's be- favorite cut, beefy cut. Beefy tees. Frank's beefy cut. Be sure you look at the product details. Uh, one thing I did notice, the uh, comfort tee comes in a slim fit. And I'm just going to say right now, uh, it might not be your cup of tea if you're a Texas double X boy, as I <laughs> like to call plus myself. Size model. Yeah, um, this <laughs> this this yeah. Topo Chico hard seltzer ringer tea oh, that I got is a it's a slim cut, which is fine if I'm sitting down. But when I stand up or when you see me sitting down, it's a different story altogether. So I'm just going to throw that out there. Uh, read the product details. There are some things. Full disclosure. 
I could not take the fucking sports jersey option off. <laughs> There's a team jersey option, which is, I'm guessing, like some wow. UV print or like a UV type shirt. I don't know what the fuck it is. It's a moisture wicking, classic fit, customizable t-shirt constructed with performance in mind. I, I'm i going to be honest. Uh, no. I, I don't know why you would want to pay $34.99 for a moisture wicking uh, holiday no beer left behind shirt, but it's out there. Never know, you know? Well, I'm definitely going to have to probably cancel my order now because I did not see that this is a slim fit oh yeah well um <clears throat> you can always just wash on cold and, and hang dry like like i learned to do with soccer jerseys or soccer <laughs> shirts remember that barcelona shirt that you got me oh, yeah. went, okay so washed it hang you you know hang dry the first like two three times because it's a nike shirt i'm assuming that it is going to shrink went fine i wore it you know like six seven times mm-hmm. washing it I'm like, okay, we're past the the time where like the cotton settled in, everything's fine. Put it into wash, threw it into dry with the rest of the stuff, and it came out. And I was like, well, this is a this is a chest up shirt only now, because the moment I stand up, I look like Winnie the Pooh, like <laughs> my belly's like just poking out the bottom of the shirt. Everything else is fine. I don't know how a shirt manages to shrink top bottom and not side to side. It just fucking shrinks up. I'm not a tall person. Like this isn't, this shouldn't be a fucking problem. (laughs) But every time if I get like one of these really soft, like cotton shirts, I'll wash it. I'll dry it. I'm like, okay, we're fine. If it makes it through the first dry cycle, we're good. But like the last round of Chelsea shirts that I bought, the new kit shirts that Mm -hmm. I bought this year, I'm like, I'm not taking the chance. I'm just going to hang dry all of them. We're not even fucking touching the dryer. Can't do it. Oh, Willem, are you drinking anything fun and exciting this evening? Yeah, I'm always excited about this one. I'm drinking the Stone Cloud Night. Okay. Uh, <clears throat> the ones that six pack tall boys they come in English. Um, this is what it looks like how dark it is. That's nice. Like pitch black. It's delicious. And it's ah, you said it's yeah. like an English yeah. English so style beer. Say what? You said it's an English style beer. Yeah, it's a it's a dark lager. Oh, okay. Brewed with okay, brewed with the choices choicest roasted malts. <laughs> choicest. Anyway, it has a cool can and it tastes really nice. And like, I mean, black lager. You know, if you've ever had it, if you haven't, this is a good one to try. Well, hell yeah. Frank, are you drinking anything? interesting this evening not at the moment i uh will be cracking a beer open here in a second what i did want to talk about which got not a lot of acknowledgement in the telegram is that i had the saint elmo's oktoberfest beers and they were phenomenal got the they had a a oh boy yeah, it's not, it wasn't the Kolsch. There's, You're it talking, was. I think it was an oak. A, they're like they're an log, oak. lager aged with oak. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. That's right. I couldn't remember. I I was between aged or smoked. Yeah, that thing was delicious. Um, so if you want to try something like the the kind of American genesis of this style, uh, Firestone Walker's Oktoberfest 
it okay. should be out nationally. Um, it is wow. their limited release. So you think it's like a dollar more to six pack and it may be a little tougher to find, but, uh, St. Elmo doesn't get oh. out of Austin. That's a tough okay. one to find. Uh, but Firestone Walker Oktoberfest is, and I've actually got one of those in the fridge right now. It's quite Sweet. tasty. I like that. I like that beer a lot. Yeah. I'll give, I'll give St. Elmo credit. They had their Oktoberfest celebration on Saturday and all of the beers. So I had the Kolsch, I had the Lager, and then I had their Oktoberfest, and every single one of them off the charts. Like well made, not a lot of um, like not overspiced. You know, like I think in in an Oktoberfest, I always get. Especially American Oktoberfest, right? I, like, I, you know what? No, next year's Oktoberfest T-shirt idea is just going to be Oktoberfest beers. Dot dot dot. Too spicy for Frank, and it's it, going it to piss so many people off because not spicy. Spicy is not the word. It's not the word. Whatever. They're too. They're too herbaceous. Um, I I just can't. I can't stand when you can taste like a mouthful of cloves and shit. Like, no. Give me. Give me that true. Like. Like maltiness, but crisp, like you know the way it's supposed to be. Oh. I had I had a really good. Um, uh, wh- what was the name of the brewery last night that I sent you? It's the first time I've ever heard of them. Eggenberg. 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 Yeah, I had a pilsner from them. Fantastic, like mm-hmm. absolutely just beautiful. Off the tap, uh, really enjoyed it, and and that's kind of what I would say St. Elmo accomplished. They, they made a very, very good um, German beer lineup for Oktoberfest that I, you'd be hard pressed to beat it. So one thing you bring up a good point. Sometimes Meritsons aren't for everybody. Sometimes American, American Meritson style beers can be too hop forward. That gives an inkling of spiciness. Uh, but uh, one thing to look look for if you're out, if you're like Frank and you maybe don't like those hoppier uh, lagers, go for a fest beer. If something is labeled a fest beer versus Oktoberfest or Oktoberfest style beer, look for fest beer. It is essentially a light or a uh, bright lager. Okay, so Heller, uh, 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 Heller, fucking a. Uh, uh, it's it's a bright five to six percent alcohol by volume lager so very very simple very clean and to your point doesn't have any like cloying like spiciness sweetness or just gives you a nice like bright cereal bite yeah i'm i i bought these so again st almo tiny brewery they don't really make it out of austin um if you if you support breweries like that you're at like four packs for what 20 bucks 16 bucks depending on what you're buying yep so i I was out of there two four packs i think cost me 32 dollars um with tax and everything so it is i i would understand why someone wouldn't go to buy it yeah um it's it's it is quite expensive on the scale of what i am willing to spend but i will vouch for them i've never bought something for that price from them that has not been good so i think uh, on another note you know like it's it's i've never felt ripped off by them which is is good uh katie says stone cloud has a delicious fest beer there we go i fest beers very underrated in my opinion uh, agreed because they're so 
crushable, a little higher and higher alcohol by volume than say like a Kolsch, but still offer you that like nice cereal crisp, like just a yeah. nice experience. What do you, so Brian, Sunday brunch, what, what are you going for? Sunday brunch? Yeah. Beer? It has to be beer? has to be beer, yeah. Uh, not, a, a mimosa is just too heavy that day. Oh, too, oh a mimosa is too heavy. Yeah, I would go, uh, what are we having for brunch? I don't know. You tell me. Okay. So if we're doing. She said chilaquiles. Chilaquiles. Okay, dude, I'm going Negro Modelo. <laughs> I'm, Hell yeah. I'm nice. going with that uh, or I'm going with Boston lager like Sam Adams Boston lager or I'm going yeah, I was going to say I would <laughs> I would almost always go with a, some Pilsner style or some lager style like that's kind of my anything before relief like 6 p.m. That's what no. I'm drinking. Hell no. <laughs> I mean I, I will go I will go dark like death stout is what I will go with if necessary. Uh, I got no time. I got no time preferences. Uh, I love a, like a good wheat beer for brunch or like a blonde or something, a Hefeweizen. So really interesting you say that. Uh, so I had a wheat beer while, while um, we were waiting to start the cast. And it surprised me because I was, I was honestly expecting more from this. And then I was ta- as I drank it, I appreciated it more and more. Okay. It's from Revolver Brewing. It's called dim berries okay which when you hear dim berries i mean you're either thinking it's a rip on dim boys or dingleberries either way you're still thinking about the cowboys am i right no nothing not even a t- yeah I, I i'll think about the dallas cowboys sure but i have zero inclination to think about dingleberries well th- if you're thinking about the dallas cowboys you're pretty close to thinking about dingleberries okay <laughs> see what i did there yeah yeah anyway anyway it's a blueberry wheat beer, which blueberry, not a very common uh, berry to be throwing in beer around Texas in particular, but this It's thing, common up north, and I've never liked it. Do you, do you like that? It, it wasn't bad. I was okay. expecting this thing to be like cloyingly sweet and kind of over the top, but it is like well-restrained. Um, it gives you the, the, the wheat beer vibes that you're looking for, um, but it's got like a nice little hint like after uh, it's got a it's got, it's got a blueberry afterbirth and it is quite nice. Um, is it brewed with berries or does it yeah. just happen to have a berry profile? No, it use they use real blueberries in here. Um, okay. I, it's just it's it's one of those that like if you're thinking about artificial flavors, this ain't it. Which is good when you're thinking about like craft beer, honestly. Um, yeah. So it kind of surprised me. And then I was like, hey, you know what? I've had enough of this light 4.8% alcohol by volume. Let's kick this night right in the crotch. Uh, and then I opened up uh, Raison Dextra from Dogfish Head. Uh, don't know if y'all have y'all ever had, had this beer before. I've seen it. I have not had it. Okay. It's the one with the old, old man uh, guitar playing guy on the label. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Raison Dextra, it's a, a Belgian dark strong, uh, brewed with, an, the, this is from the label, brewed with an obscene amount of malt, brown sugar, and raisins. So I've I've had that beer, but it didn't used to have that label. I, I you may have had a variant of this because I know they used to make variations, and if you were on the East Coast, you may have caught it. But this label has always been th- this, unless it was like me. Ah, 
you may have had like the old, old, old label where it was just a doctor's head used to do this thing where there's the same label shape and a same label like color, but the text was different. So yeah, you may have had it. And that was, it wasn't that long ago. It was like early, well, late two thousands, early 2010s. Um, I was looking, it doesn't have an ABV on it, but it does have the old dogfish head, uh, caution cap upside down. The old dogfish head caution cap, uh, which denotes high alcohol by volume rating. Um, they have this on all their 120 minutes. They have all of this on all of their, um, like raison dextra worldwide stout. All of them mm-hmm. have it. And I think this one is at t- may not be 12%. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. 16.5% alcohol by volume <laughs> for a single brew. For a, it take you, you know what though? If you want to do dollars, dollars per yeah. If you're on the Derek dollar to value, Derek, scale. yeah, d- the Derek value wheel. This thing is unbeatable because this bottle was two dollars and fifty cents. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't think a yeah. fucking four. Uh, that's pa- cheaper a f- than a fucking Yingling. A four pack. <laughs> uh, they sell them in four pack twelve ounce bottles, and a four pack is like ten to ten dollars yeah. nine ninety nine something like that. So and that thing counts unbeaten. as like. Yeah, it's a twelve pack. It's a twelve pack. <laughs> I mean, I think a Yingling twelve pack is fourteen dollars or twelve bucks right now. Yeah, dude, it's uh, and you know what? And then you have to drink twelve beers. Yeah, (laughs) I get there. I can take shortcut, baby. (laughs) Uh, yeah, no, this is it. it Does not taste like it's sixteen percent. That's why I I don't know if you heard the surprise in my voice. That could knock you on your ass. Four of those for ten bucks. So I bought this from uh, the bearded monk in Denton. And uh, the fine people, they finally opened their inside shopping area, which I have not been in to the Bearded Monk in like three years at this point. Uh, so I went in, knocked some dust off some bottles, picked up some some nice things. I got a bottle of Trey Fontainen uh, Creek, uh, which I'm saving for a very special occasion that rhymes with Friday. And then... Uh, <laughs> A few other six packs of goodies, uh, including an Italian style Pilsner made Good. by the folks in uh, Farmer's Branch at, or I guess Carrollton. Uh, three. So nations. are they trying to like be like a Stella type deal or Peroni? So interesting point. Uh, so when people hear Italian Pilsners, I did the same thing when I heard that that style. Um, Italian Pilsners, uh, their Italian craft brewers decided to start making craft beer for once okay. and uh, making their own rather than trying to brew a Stella knockoff or uh, a Peroni knockoff um, or a Bira Marata or Moretti or whatever the fuck the other Italian beer is that we get here. They decided to make their Hopefully own style. Hopefully it's not the rat beer. No. Um, so they made a style called an Italian Pilsner um, okay. and they got it from just an, like an obscene amount of European hops thrown into a very, very clean Pilsner. And it, all of the Italian Pilsners that I've tasted now, admittedly, these are all from America brewed in the style based off of what uh, the Italian craft brewers are doing. All of them that I've tasted have been fucking phenomenal. Uh, I believe St. Elmo actually has a, an Italian Pilsner. I don't know if they make it year round, but I have, I, I pretty sure I have had one from them. Oh, let me, I'll check it out. Um, very, very good. Very interesting as well. It's not your standard everyday uh, pills because it is very hoppy. It is closer to. They do, and it is year round. It's Leandro or Leonardo. I've had it. Yeah. It's very good. Yeah. You've had it on the cast, actually. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. No. So if you're out there listening, pick up an Italian pills and give it a shot. 
Yep. Thank you for coming well, to my TED Talk. Should we... Uh, already, but is Peroni counted in that? No. Uh, so Peroni is is kind of the genesis for Italian beer, but it is not uh, Italian craft beer, which is what uh, craft brewers over in Italy have been doing. Oh, cool. And uh, making making their own spin on styles. Trying to make things a little bit more unique. Yep. Because Peroni gets imported by the keg, which is nuts. Like, that is not cheap to do. <laughs> I mean, we do, we do, Peroni, okay, so full disclosure, Peroni is a Molson Coors product. It, Peroni is, um, yeah, sure, it's imported, sure, it's, uh, sometimes it's contract brewed, but it's still tasty as hell. Peroni on the East Coast with oh, that, yeah. with that, that, uh, that tower that's just like frosty is so good. It's so good. Uh, Peroni here in, in North Texas is also very, very good. On draft. Peroni. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I'm good. a big Peroni fan. Peroni's great. <laughs> um, should we uh, quickly breeze over, and I mean real quick, what happened in the uh, Champions League today? Yeah. Hold on. Time out. Okay. Because you ask, but do you really want to know? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll barter with you. I'll bargain with you. We can talk about this if after that we can have a refreshing discussion about some of your favorite uh, Peroni-esque beers from around the world. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, fair, fair. That'll be that'll be our beer count. Like, kind of more macro beer, but like you only get it maybe in a few countries or whatever. You don't get it here generally. You got to go out to the big liquor store you know what i mean oh big lick is what i call them (laughs) okay okay we can do that all right we'll keep we'll keep champions league we'll keep sock talk to a minimum here i gotta make a drop for sock talk because it's and and well and i mean it's we're in the heat of sock while you're talking try to what what villain i know i know my beer i know my beer have a few of them uh while you're (laughs) okay uh, so yeah, yeah. Champions League today sucked. Um, wasn't a big fan. Uh, today Chelsea played uh, Juventus in in Italy. Um, as tough to- go, to- they're from Turin, right? They're yeah, Turin. yeah. It's a tough go. Honestly, uh, Chelsea has not not been playing well these last two games. They played uh, Man City over the weekend. They got outclassed in the first half. Got their shit together in the second half. But Chelsea's dealing with a shit ton of injuries. Like a shit ton of injuries and just random best central midfielder in the Premier League testing positive for COVID this week. You know, whatever. Don't get a fucking vaccine, I guess. It's not readily available. Oh, wait, it is. Go get a fucking vaccine. What are we doing here? Well, Nicole, oh, did he say he's not vaccinated? Yeah, he's not vaccinated. Uh, uh, what an idiot. So, yeah. Um, because we had someone test positive that was vaccinated that just was yeah, bad luck. Like, yeah, that shit happens. But and then also yeah. Thomas Tuchel came out today and was like, Yeah, I'm not gonna force our team to get vaccinated. I'm like, Yeah, he wasn't very what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. Um anyway, so those two losses already well, combined with the last two losses, which was Man City one nil over the weekend, uh, which they deserved that loss. They they really played their ass off to lose in the first half, and then they tried to cover it in the second and it just wasn't it was past time. They did something similar today in at Juventus where they just kind of uh, let like they had they held uh, possession in the first half. And then they just literally the opening kickoff to the second half. Juventus just fucking one touch passed down the field and scored with like within a minute of the second half starting. 
Like yeah, I, I saw I, it was I, in the 40, 46 minutes. Literally went to the bathroom at the end of the second or at the end of halftime coverage because like this is bullshit. I don't want to listen to this. Came back to my desk because it was on like I had it on on my charging pad at the at, at my office. And I looked down I'm like, what the how the fuck did that happen? It's yeah. like 46 minutes. I was like, wait, no, how? So yeah, and then the rest of the game it was just kind of a clusterfuck. Uh it was interesting. Uh Thomas Tuchel just decided to fucking use all five subs and bring in people who haven't played in two years. That was fun. Got to see Ross Barkley not know what the fuck he was doing on the on the field. All that to say they deserved the last two losses. They deserved them. It wasn't Who do they who do they play at the weekend? Southampton. Which Okay, so it's a bit of a break. Yeah, well they play Southampton and then it's two weeks off. And then yep. they kick back off, and the next round of the FA Cup, uh, or the EFL Cup, whatever the fucking Carabao Cup that they're playing in. For oh, the English, Carabao Cup, yeah. Uh, they play Southampton again in the fourth round. So okay, cool. So it's I, two, yeah, you essentially get we get some three we get and a some, bit weeks of get some. You should easily rest. Win Hopefully, Christian yeah. Pulisic's back by then. Hopefully, Conte is recovered from COVID. I fucking can't believe we're saying that in a goddamn. You're a professional athlete. What are we doing here? Um, And uh, we all collectively pull our heads out of our asses. Uh, But nothing. I mean, that was one, 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 zero. And honestly, the the goal was scored on a deflection today at Juventus. Uh, Still a fucking goal. Oh, we scored one on a deflection too. Don't worry. Oh, yeah. But y'all had uh, Barcelona had some other (laughs) goals happen (laughs) that uh, Chelsea didn't. Yeah. So, okay. Just quickly on Chelsea. It is really difficult to go for the EPL crown and Champions League. So at some point, they're going to have to choose. Well, uh, they are with not, the talent that they're playing in the, in the Carabao Cup. Like, the talent is all nothing but young dudes. And yeah, awesome. and that's... that's the, So th- they're not going after that. No. What I'm saying is, is um, either you're going to finish... Okay, so Premier League, right legitimately you have to pretty much focus to win that. Yeah. Um, it's very difficult to win that and a champions league. Uh, it's just because you play. So champions league is all quality sides. Um, you can't really take a week off, even though people like to pretend as though you can. Yeah. Um, if your squad is a super squad, like PSG is, yeah, there's a week or two where you might, you might be able to pull some players cause you're so far ahead. Um, but it's not it, – it, it, it's it, okay, if you look at the history of Champions League, you can easily – Squad! Um, <clears throat> you can easily uh, – uh, you can lose games to teams you shouldn't. Uh, look at Real Madrid, right? So they lose to Sheriff, a team that has literally 1% of their market cap. Um, if we're being generous, I don't know how much COVID impacted their total team value, but Real Madrid before COVID hit was a two to $3 billion franchise. And this team's total market cap is $12 million. Um, I'd assume COVID made a big hit to everybody's market caps, but who knows? Um, In any case, Real Madrid loses. So yesterday, Frank is a happy camper. Um, making fun of Real Madrid losing to Sheriff. They scored a goal. Yeah, um, they did. Little. Now, it was a penalty kick. Still a goal. Let's be fair. Uh, Kareem Benzema got a bullshit penalty call in the box, but oh, still a goal. Um, little did I know that Barcelona was about to, I don't know, 
dig their own grave in <clears throat> Lisbon. They they were um, burying themselves as they were digging said grave. They were just throwing just, the dirt up in the air. <laughs> we're three minutes into the game, right? Game's flowing. Game's flowing fine. All of a sudden, our... It, it, to be honest, Eric Garcia, and he's a bullshit fucking defensive center back. I don't, I don't even know what position he needs to play because he's so fucking piss poor at what he plays right now. Watch your profanity. It's not... It's not clear. It's not clear where you put him. So he he gives the ball Crazy. up cheaply. Doesn't step in um, to to win it back. Dude steps back inside. Garcia steps outside and scores a goal to the near post. Just like textbook. I mean, yeah. it, this is shit that happens in high school. This is not shit that happens when you play as a. A, a center back for Barcelona. It's Bush like, League. What the fuck it's are you doing? Bush League. Um, yeah, you force that dude outside. The angle outside is nearly impossible. So he forces him inside where he's got the entire net to shoot to with his favorite foot. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Really smart. Um, okay. So that's Eric Garcia. We can release him tomorrow and we will near not know the difference. Um, <laughs> So that's the first goal. Then we start. We start attacking. Things are flowing, getting movement forward. We got this special guy by the name of Luke de Jong, which for some reason we signed um, from Sevilla. Last-minute signing. Ronald Kuman, our genius tactician, <laughs> decided he needed this dude up front because we need someone to be able to head the ball into the net. Barcelona has not headed goals to net in over a decade and a half. Okay, We don't have the players we might do it on corner kicks. We might have PK or Araujo on there for free kicks to do it. But this is not a tactic we employ. We play through the middle, get people free. You know, like it's 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 chess. We you don't know, we you we know can't what Chelsea do does over the top. You know what Chelsea huh? does? They just win. And if they don't win, <laughs> they figure out why they didn't, and they try. And then again. they fix it. And they fix it. Yeah. Yeah. So. So we, we, I'm watching this and I'm like, oh, okay, Frankie de Jong, he's got like, he's getting the ball Frankie to Luke. <laughs> yeah, Luke Frankie de Jong. Luke just can't finish. His fellow countryman, I don't know, brother maybe, just can't finish. I don't like how that came off. That, <laughs> and, didn't, that didn't sit well with me. <laughs> dude, it was horrendous. Luke de Jong was literally standing in front of a wide open fucking net. All he needed to do was either lower his head and head it in. Or use his shoulder and shoulder it in. But Barcelona what did he doesn't do, do what headers. Did he do? They don't do no, headers. Hold on. <laughs> he decided to let it drop and try to knee it in, at mm. which case he missed it totally wide left of the goal. He was standing right. I mean, when I'm saying in front of the goal, I mean, the man could have touched the post oh. and he missed the goal. So that was that was the first half, but you were encouraged, right? Mm. And at mm. halftime, I was like, okay, get De Jong out of there, not Frankie, get Luke De Jong off the pitch. Um, and put on Fati, put something out. Fati wasn't really an option because he had been, he's coming off a pretty severe injury. So I don't know, maybe put Coutinho in. Uh, let's figure something out here. Um, instead of pulling Luke de Jong, this fucking asshole puts in, he pulls PK, who PK needed, he, he was hurt. So he pulls PK and he was on a yellow card. He pulls PK. And then he takes Frankie de Jong and puts him at center back. 
instead of the five center backs we have riding the pine and just putting one of them in there because Frankie De Jong's the only encouraging thing you have going forward. So at that point, we watched 40 minutes of a team. Yeah, this was like, I think the subs happened. It was about the 45th. No, it's about maybe the 50th minute. Okay, between that time. We watched essentially 45 to 50 minutes of Barcelona just getting wrecked. Like nothing towards net. No encouraging movement. Everything was just Andre Ter Stegen having to work way too fucking hard at goalie to make sure we were only down by one. Well, that's what you want. You want your goalie um, to fucking work his ass off in the middle of the week. That way, on the weekend, when fucking league play happens, he's well-rested. And this weekend is Atletico Madrid. Oh, cool. So El Clasico, isn't that what they call it? No, no, that's that's Madrid. That's two, That's right after the international break, we play Real Madrid. But I want to tell you, um, it's going to be rough here for a bit. I knew it was going to be rough. We play a ton. We have the youngest of the big clubs. We have the youngest team in Europe. They are all very talented. But if you do not have a tactician that can decide not to move your best midfielder, to play a position he's not even used to playing in the middle of a game against an inferior opponent, you don't deserve to coach. So Kuman should be fired tonight. He should be done. There's no, there's, I've made plenty of excuses for him, even on this cast. He, he took a job when it was very difficult. Um, we needed someone to come in to pull the squad together. He did want to, he, he, he won a trophy last year. I am just done with him at this point. Like mm. you can't keep making these decisions game after game that are like the, the entry level soccer fan wouldn't even do this. Like you wouldn't even do this in FIFA. Um, I don't think you've been watching me live game. I don't think you've been watching me play FIFA drunk at night, Frank, because I do some pretty dumb shit. <laughs> you, you even know in FIFA, if, if it says CB next to the guy you're replacing, Find a CB in the list. Nah. Um, and if you don't have a CB, just make sure he has a B somewhere. Um, you don't. You don't do I, uh, uh, um, an MF or a, a, an ML and try to replace it with a CB. I think to myself, WWTTD. What would Thomas Tuchel do? And he just. Oh, I see. Okay. Just pulls out. Just fucking unfurls the old lineup, and he was like in his best German accent, which I'm assuming he sounds like fucking Christoph Waltz and Inglorious Bastards. And he's just like pointing to people. Go. 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 Today he fucking subbed in Ross Barkley for fucking like Andreas Christensen. Okay? Let me just tell you. Yeah, that's pretty risky. Those two are not the same fucking part. position. We're just trying nah. to get Ross some fucking play time so let's shut up with his bad haircut. <laughs> Worst haircut in English football. Ross Barkley. Just look it up. Fucking terrible. Worse than Phil Foden? Phil Foden let the the color grow out. He's... It's similar though. I think him and and Phil have the same style of haircut. I think they got the same barber. They probably do. Just <laughs> Phil was just like, "Hey, European Championships. Let me fucking look like Eminem, like an asshole." They go. They they found some. Uh, they found some barber on uh, uh, a Seville Row or Seville uh, Row or whatever it's called. <laughs> just, they're just like, oh, it's, oh, how much? One hundred and twenty dollars. Yeah, that's two hundred pounds that I have, my friend. Yeah, you do whatever you want with my hair. Got All it. right, so beers, beers, yeah, beers. international beers. Let's do a beer count, and then we can get into our favorite international. Hold beers. on, I just, I, I just let me just, I gotta just hold on. Bear with me. 
Okay, while we're bearing with look him, at his just stupid fucking head. Amazing look stat. at his stupid fucking head. Look at that. Yeah, that's just a lot. A fucking idiot. Look at his stupid fucking haircut. Just and it's it's sort of like he's he's halfway caught between like a Caesar peaky, and like peaky blinders and I don't know uh, uh, being a, a what the hell the oh geez. the musicians on the street the buskers. A busker. Yeah, he's like Peaky Blinders meets Busker. <laughs> playing fucking playing terrible. <laughs> fucking terrible. All okay. right, last last horrendous stat. Barcelona has not had a shot on goal in Champions League in two games. We've only played two games. So let let that sink in. We for the first time in champions in our European Cup history. Well, not for the first time. For the first time since nineteen seventy seven have failed to register a point in our first two games <laughs> fucking, of the European Cup. In group play? In group play. Well, yeah. congratulations. So, good good work. Yeah, it, this isn't rock bottom. I'm not really sure. What. <laughs> uh, you don't want to ask that question because no. you still got one more game to play in group, stay, group play. We still have to go to Bayern Munich. <laughs> yeah, that worked out well <laughs> last time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, God. Uh, okay, Willem, your question of... Because I, I just finished my first beer of the cast, so I don't think a beer count is really necessary okay, right no now. But I'll, we'll do it maybe after this segment here. Uh, Willem, your question, uh, which was, what is a beer, a macro-ish beer, that you have to go out of your way to purchase? Can't just buy it at the local like uh, convenience store. Um, that is available like as a, like a, uh, a continental staple? We'll call it. Is that kind of is that fair to say? Something that's uh, like regionally known Let's across. Just call the world? it a regional favorite. Okay. Well, Willem dropped. Um, I yeah, was, he'll be back. He'll be back. I, was trying to, I, I knew what he was asking. I was trying to get his approval. His face <laughs> froze, and I was like, "Oh no, I'm going to keep talking." And then it just went away. I was like, "Ah, oh, shit." Uh, yeah. No. So as far as like regional favorites go, I'm going to guess that Guinness does not apply here because Guinness is sold world round. And it is loved by everyone who has a fucking tongue with taste buds on it. Because otherwise, what are we even doing here? Um, yep. I will say, hmm, probably my like regional favorite. And this is going to come off maybe as like hokey. I don't know. I don't know because you've had some beers in places that you're like. I, Old Speckled Hen comes to mind. Okay, that's Old Speckled that was Hen one of mine. Is is available a lot of places. It used to be available here, even in North Texas, on draft, and it was phenomenal when it was on draft. Not so mm-hmm. much on in bottles, uh, but then having it in New York City with you and Villem uh, on draft, it's life changing. Fucking amazing. Um, you it, you completely understand how someone watching any sport <laughs> in a pub can get shit hammered. <laughs> you watch a whole day worth of sports at a pub and old speckled hen is on draft. Uh, you're rolling out of there. I mean, you, there's no way you are going to be in a good state. It's, it's so good. That beer is so good. I, I apologize. I forgot that when I unplugged my headphones, my microphone was still on. So if I gave a fuck me in the middle of you talking, I, I apologize. Oh, no worries. So in any case, old speckled hen, I agree. Um, that's, that was on my list. Uh, the other one that is now slowly becoming, uh, becoming available. That is a South African beer. 
it's actually not South African, it's Namibian, um, that I really enjoy that you will be able to find in Specs, in um, Specs in Central Texas, North Texas, is called uh, Vintuk. It's W-I-N-D-H-O-E-K. Um, it's a lager. Phenomenal. Uh, again, it tastes like a craft lager, but it is mass-produced. It's a really good beer. Um, <clears throat> also kind of unique, the packaging is shrink-wrapped. The shrink-wrapped six-pack because it's yep. cheaper to ship. Um, so that's, that's another one for me. Um, what else do you have, Brian? Uh, okay, so beyond beyond the old old speckled hen, uh, because it is very tasty. I I go back and forth because honestly, I really like. And I don't know if this qualifies because again, this is sold everywhere. Uh, but I really like Heineken in a can during the holidays. Okay, that is my shit. And I say Heineken in a can because you can find Heineken just about anywhere. Six pack mm-hmm. bottles, twelve pack bottles, whatever. But in a can specifically. There's something very special about Heineken in a can for me. Okay, uh, and you've—I think you've even been known to buy uh, Heineken mini kegs. Yeah, I've bought—I bought a five a five liter mini kegs. Um, I've also like Stella in a can is also one that's way high up there with me. And both of them macro mass produced, available worldwide. But in a can, yep. you do have to go look for it most of the time, unless you are in like a, a holy grail beer city where they, they bring it. it in. But in a can is just so fucking special because you can have a, sh- like I can drink a 12 pack of Heineken. I'm not like, that's not a good thing or a bad thing. I can drink a 12 pack of Heineken in a can by myself at the house and have a blast doing that. <laughs> uh, yeah. Heineken's really good. I mean, it's, it's a very drinkable beer, super refreshing. Like I, I, I can see that I enjoy Heineken as well. Um, I do, I, you do have a Guinness that you can mention that you've had before. I mean, for an extra stout. Yeah. That one's, it's not easy to come by. No, it's not. But here's the deal. I also wouldn't go at, it's like a once a year beer for me. Like yeah, I'll it's try good. it. It's really good. Yeah. It's also like a walking example of diacetyl. <laughs> it's, it's rough. So, um, the one beer that Brian will agree with that he has failed to mention that I'm embarrassed he didn't bring up is ice cold Presidente light. Oh, fuck me. Yeah. <laughs> goddamn. Oh, so yeah, it, it just, you know, anything Presidente. Cause it's you know so what? Different. I like it's Presidente so just as much as Presidente light. Like you're, you're not going to, you can tell me all you want. Those two beers side by side are 20, cal- 20 calories yeah. apart. I don't give a mm-hmm. shit. They're fucking amazing. And full disclosure, uh, longtime listeners of the podcast know you've heard me talk about this before, but I am a person who, when someone tells me, Oh, you got to try this beer. It's fantastic. I will absolutely try it. No problem. Um, but when someone tells me over and over and over and over again that, that a beer is fantastic, I then believe less and less and less and less that it is actually fantastic, which is what Frank did. But here's the difference. He did it because it is fucking fantastic. So I remember the first time tasting it was in the lobby of the hotel where the your wedding uh, reception was yep and it, tasting it there and the uh, the old dude at the at the bar did the old napkin trick where he tucks the 
does like a fold to make it look like the the beer is wrapped around like the napkins wrapped around the beer and it's got yep. a collar on. Okay. The origami, the napkin origami by itself impressive. But then I was like, okay, I'm drinking a beer out of a bottle. Okay, let's see how this goes, okay? And then I turned my nose up a bit, drank the beer and I was like, holy fucking shit balls, this beer is amazing out of a green bottle in a place where you're not supposed to drink the water. Like all these things don't add up to good quality beer. Uh, and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. I'll tell you, um, I was equally as surprised, which is why I tried to force it on you. Cause I could not believe how consistently good that beer was. Like, I probably just... had a case of that beer while we were down in the DR, just fucking chugging it because that was the other thing. Uh, I'm a big whiskey and Coke fan. I was a big whiskey and Coke fan at the time. And uh, see, the whiskey that, that they had at um, Frank and Mrs. Frank's wedding was not whiskey so much as it was to fucking like 12 and 18-year-old blended scotch. <laughs> like, well, not, <laughs> was, I, the, the, the Chivas is whiskey, but it's not with I, Coke. It tastes I like I didn't shit. say it wasn't whiskey. I just simply said it's aged blended scotch. It, yeah. Uh, it's, it not, it's not intended to be. It at, would actually probably taste like dog shit. Here's, the, de- with Coke. here's the deal. Uh, the waiter who was uh, serving our table at the reception, I got real. I mean, when, okay, when I say reception at Frank and Mrs. Frank's wedding, that is a fucking an, a misnomer altogether. It was a goddamn eight hour party. That happened to take place at night. After uh, a wedding. After a fucking wedding. Uh, and at about, I don't know, 11 o'clock at night, we're not even at the halfway point of this reception. I decided to ask the waiter kindly, I'm like, hey, I know you got Shivas and it's fantastic. Do you guys have any other whiskey? The dude was like, yeah, we do. I was like, okay, can you just bring me a whiskey and Coke? Because I really want that. And he's like, yeah, no problem. He comes back with a whiskey and Coke. I taste it. And I was like, holy fucking shit. What is in here? And he's like, oh, it's Shivas 18. I was like, okay. All right. So you went from 12 to 18. Still scotch. All right. Still scotch. <laughs> I was like, I, you know what? I'm, uh, I, I didn't know it, but I had to bow and, and say my blessings to the whiskey gods and make sure they, they took pity on me for I know not what I did at the time. Uh, but from that point on though, I was just drinking skirt, straight scotch the rest of the night and it was a pretty goddamn good time. <laughs> tell you, yeah, <clears throat> there's a lot of Chivas consumed that evening. I, Chivas world record is what it was. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Willem, we have gone through, we've gone through old speckled hen. We've gone through your bit so far. Old, we, speckled, old speckled hen. Where is that from? England. 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 Uh, Oh Lord! But it so was old, it was. I, I'll catch I'll catch you back up, villain. Because here's the deal. Yeah, sure. It's just an English like brown or like an English mild. But on nitro, on nitro. Well, no. I mean, even in uh, New York, when I had it with y'all, that's that's where it actually changed my my opinion completely. Because then when I came back home, I tried it on draft everywhere I could, and it tasted just as good. It's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And then Frank, what was your next one? So my two were Vint Hook. Yep. And uh, President Presidente Light. Yeah, yeah, he fucking hit me with the old Presidente Light after I hit him with the fact that my next two were very, very macro. But to your point, you have to go to the big lick stores to find them. I really wow. like Heineken in a can and Stella in a can, and you can't find those at just every convenience store. You have to go searching yeah. for them. But when you do, oh, it's just it's Chef's Kiss, so damn good. 
What are yours? Yeah, Sapporo is like probably my top one. Which one? Sapporo. Oh, if I see, especially the big can. Yeah, that's what I I was going to say. The big like pint glass looking can. (laughs) It's like all, it's not even aluminum. No, (laughs) it's not even steel. It's like tin. It's something that's probably not good for you. (laughs) <laughs> uh but yeah i love that one and i mean i like a lot i have to think of uh oh fucking pilsner kettle is really nice uh you don't have to even go to a big box for that one, but you know like fits the fits the spirit here's the deal have you had pilsner well in a can no better fucking phenomenal still pilsner kettle is uh a living example of beer off flavors, but it's beer off flavors done in the best possible way. That beer is if you, okay. So beer nerd out with me for just one minute. Pills are quell in a can. Phenomenal. Pills are quell in a side pull draft. Fucking amazing. Oh, you're talking like a tap. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about a beer engine. Okay. I'm talking about a side pull, which is specific to check loggers. Czech lagers, they they see them as literally like an all-meal drink. So they have them served in different taps and different forms in the Czech Republic so that you can have them with different uh, parts of your meal or after your meal. The side pull is all foam, and it is supposed to be the perfect aperitif oh. to any meal in the Czech Republic. And it, it like they literally give it to you as like a digestive or whatever they want to call like those like really fancy ass. Like, Everybody's just course. farting and burping. But no, that's the thing because it is purposefully designed that way. It's not just. It's it, it also remember it's not straight CO two. They're capturing uh, CO two from the fermentation process. And remember how that Eggenberg tasted. Yeah. The Eggenberg is naturally carbonated with the CO2 captured from fermentation. Okay. So it has a much softer and rounder uh, like acidity to it. So you don't get that bloated feeling. You get that like full satiated feeling. And then it settles everything else in your stomach. And is it... Brian. Go ahead. Go ahead, Frank. Now, is it um, <clears throat> that pull of straight foam... Is it coming off the same keg that you're about to drink the beer out of? No. It's a separate keg altogether. As a matter of fact, um, I, I can't I – mean, it's been years since I've heard this. Um, but Pilsner Quell actually had a van that would drive around New York City. And they had four different taps on the uh, in the van. And those four different taps were set up to four dif- different kegs and types of kegs of Pilsner Quell. Same liquid in each one of them, but it was the sir- the way that they were served was different. So they have one that's standard carbonation, one that's beer gas, which is part nitro, part CO2. Then they have another one that is the side pull, which the side pull, all it is is basically agitating the living shit out of a carbonated beer. Um, um, it's similar to beer engines or cask pulls that you have at like a place like Flying Saucer. They pour it through a beer engine, which uh, passes the beer through what's called a sparkler. Think of like a, you know those, you know those filters that are on the underside of uh, sinks that everybody used to steal to put in their pipes so they can smoke weed in high school. Think of, you're saying no, but I know you're saying yes. Anyway, uh, oh, my body. <laughs> no, we don't sing that anymore. It's our kill. I didn't smoke weed in high school, but I did see people steal those all the time from the uh, the, the kitchen sinks. sinks and stuff, especially at uh, Presbyterian homes. Oh, the, the, the fucking nursing home. <laughs> 
Yeah, <laughs> they, stole, the they stole the filter. It's just the the it's mesh, a wire the mesh, screen, the mesh filters. Wow. Yeah, so they would steal them and cut out the bottom and then bring them back, and it just like didn't even sprays in different air, like thanks, appreciate that. No, uh, so they pour through sparklers, and the sparkler basically just forces <laughs> liquid through. Oh what the shit! Fuck? Is we that Parker? Mr. Parker joining us? Holy what? shit! Let me get through this, and oh we'll go through God. it. To Look at fucking wow. Talladega Nights. Fucking. Nice. Back okay. the blue over here. Parker just in his too. Yeah. So uh, no, it, it pours through a sparkler, which basically uh, forces liquid through these holes, and it 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 uh, makes it super carb or super heady. Then the last tap on that van is uh, the liquid is in a bag inside the keg, and the outside of the keg is then pressurized. So you're drinking uncarbonated Pilsner Urquell, uh, and it's forced okay. out. Similar to how like wine on tap is done. Um, Marshall here mm-hmm. in town does three different pours now, including that wait, one. Marshall, that's the one that used to be available at White Shut Power the Bar. fuck up, Frank. God damn it, <laughs> Marshall Dillon. No, fuck yeah, did you not, Brian, you should come up and visit and we can go try a side pull like that. I think, oh, hell yeah, I don't know. Three out for okay, three so pools. okay, um, by the way. I in this in this discussion you just had, uh-huh. uh, I found on morebeer.com. Uh-huh. There is a very long article. If anybody's interested, uh, maybe we post it to the gram or something. Oh, you mean where the, you can find the holiday versions of the No Beer Left Behind shirts? The uh, link to yep. the Teespring store. <clears throat> yep, like definitely get yourself one of those. And then first story, one of the top stories in the next couple of days. Um, there's a history of. Um, the brewing methods of Pilsner Urquell. And it is very long. I'm not going to read it tonight, but it, it it goes into depth about its traditions in Bohemia and all that stuff. I mean, so, shit's been around since like the 1400s. So, well, up here it says 1700s, but yeah, fair. What do they know? They just fucking make whatever. It's probably 1700s. So, in any case, definitely go read it. Um, I will be because I didn't know that there was this whole other world where people drink foam for fun. That part to me is the worst <laughs> part of any beer. <laughs> it's, it's an aperitif, Frank. It's, no, it's no, it makes me aperitif. burp like crazy, and then the liquid comes up with but it. But you're doing it wrong. Just okay. do it as the check do. Uh, fair enough. I need to do it as the check do to me be condescending appropriately about how shitty that experience is, mm-hmm. or it'll change my mind go to Prague. And if it changes get, if it changes my mind i am all for it go to Prague, get shit housed on pilsner or quell and then start drinking and foam. then start drinking foam and then if that doesn't work just drink their version of malort which is goddamn fire water aquavit i think is what they call it the uh, water okay. of life and you'll just you'll black out and you won't worry about it so super rare appearance um, i know Hey, think, hey, hey. Is it Can't the I founder think of a multi-million dollar podcast drop in every now and then again? Uh, yeah. Yeah. I think Jeff okay, Bezos, so, aka Parker. <laughs> is it because uh daylight savings time is coming up? You <laughs> you found an hour or two for us. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um I've got no rebuttal. I, I don't know. First of all, what are you well, it's good to it's good to see you. Yeah, what are you drinking? Thank you. I'm here for my once every six week checkup. Um, <laughs> new Glarus spotted cow. Oh, that's why he's on. See, he got his New yeah. Glarus shipment. He got in. New Glarus. Yeah. Now it's time for the oil change. Yeah, he. 
<laughs> He's gonna rotate the tires, get change the oil, hop on the podcast. Right. We're gonna, hey, it's extra to balance him. We'll rotate him for you, but <laughs> yeah, you got you slime mark in this those tire? tires though, and make sure those bastards actually rotate them. Uh, yeah. oh. <laughs> oh my god, did I Jesus did I Christ. tell you? Did I tell you? Okay, there's a very funny joke with my wife about that. Yes, there it's is. It's happened to me before. No, not this. She. Oh, no. She, when she was just moved to America, right? Like some of these terms don't make a lot of sense. Also just started doing car maintenance. So she, she goes, her mom goes, Hey, you need to go take your tires in your car. in so they rotate your tires. And she goes, mom, why would I pay for someone to rotate my tires when they rotate going down the road? <laughs> oh gosh. Yeah. <laughs> okay. No, I didn't do that. <laughs> That's a good one. I still that gets me every time. Um, in any case, uh, yeah, no, actual rotating of your tires costs extra here at Never Left Behind. <laughs> so I'm gonna be honest, I'm not rotating. Accessories. Accessories. I'm, 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 oh, what's up? I had a question. Uh, what's your? How how would you guys ask Parker that the international beer question? I'll give it a shot. So we we are in the middle of a bit where um, there are beers that you either travel, and I, I think I know which beer you're going to mention. Um, you you can't get locally. Um, you travel to a or region, you can't so go to a store that's got all the beers. If you're gonna, yeah, you know, so like, there's like specific beers that you have to actually seek out, either travel to get pay like i don't know a beer food. a beer meal to bring to you um that you really enjoy that um are, are mass produced right or like uh like macro beers yeah. yeah yeah so a new glarus wouldn't count yeah okay like international so distribution for, yeah so examples of what we've mentioned so far is old speckled hen it's spotted cow no, not Spotted Cow. Sorry, you mentioned Spotted Jesus Cow. Christ. Old Speckled Hen, um, Vint Hook Lager, which is a big one in in Namibia. Um, El Presidente. Presidente yes. <laughs> uh, and then I mentioned uh, Heineken and Stella in a can because very yeah. different. You have to go out and find them. Also, what new Belgian beer are you drinking? Fat tire. Never mind. Yeah, he qualifies this statement every time. So think of your. Uh... Well, I qualify it because it's <laughs> fucking specific. Because I get it. Goddamn I get it. nerd. <laughs> I'm just messing. On, so you're saying it depends on how much they produce? No, no, on, it doesn't, not necessarily. It's just uh, how how readily available they are worldwide. Yeah, so someone in Oregon mm -hmm. might really enjoy Shinerbach and be like, oh, Shinerbach. Yeah. yeah. Uh, oh, I, I got I, a good one. Okay. Uh, Red Stripe. Okay. You, okay. I like that. I fucking and there's also coolness really, to it. It's really it. goddamn good. That fucking squatty <laughs> yeah. bottle. It just yeah, feels yeah. right in your hand. I had some banquet beers last weekend, and it made me think, man, I need to get some Red Stripe. One good you also, bottle. Yeah. Didn't you at one point have a a beer from Grand Bahama that's only sold on the islands that you were raving about? Well, yeah. Um, so I was going to say that. I don't know that it qualifies as macro. Mm -hmm. it, qualifies, it serves millions of people. It's not like it is a large production beer. Twenty five percent of the world's population it serves. <laughs> um, yeah, it's uh, called K Brew. Oh I yeah, opened my beer with a bottle opener that I got from the K Brew Brewery uh, in Grand Cayman um, a second ago. Yeah, most of the island beers 
would be considered mass production okay anywhere but america um yeah. america's qualification for mass production is so fucking massive that are there different um, standards for american breweries for mass yeah, production so and craft for, yes yes okay oh you mean like there's amounts uni- yeah there's not a universal no, there's not a universal <laughs> one. Uh, universally speaking, people go based off of uh, number of breweries owned. So if you have a parent company like SAB Miller or gotcha. um, fucking Anheuser Busch, something like that, like yeah, yeah, that those are macro beers. But in this case, um, like for America, they're having to rewrite standards because technically Boston Beer Company uh, produces way more. <clears throat> than what we have declared as uh, eligible for craft beer. But that's yeah. because they make Angry Orchard Cider, Twisted Tea, uh, fucking Truly Seltzer, and all Sam Adams beers. Um, <laughs> so it, it, it gets kind of wonky when you look at volume or volume production, but just know that Yangling is technically the largest production, uh, like producer in volume in the United States for craft. Got it. But they only own Yingling. They only own Yingling, and technically now they are part. They essentially contract brew through Molson Coors, uh, but they still produce the most volume, even before that contract. Got uh, it. In the United States, yeah. So if I mean, if you if you're gonna go by like, okay, so a beer that comes from the Caribbean, in general, has a very defined customer base because of the number of people in the country, the ability to ship things via reefers and whatnot, right? So the U.S. <laughs> beer market is going to be way larger, right, in terms of what they would consider a mass-produced beer than if you like if you go to Dominican, no one would ever call Presidente a craft beer. But by yeah. U.S. standards, it was probably a craft beer. Like if you were to qualify it by production, um, <clears throat> whereas... If you go to China, Tsingtao and Snow and all these massive breweries, if we can only consider that um, uh, uh, mass production, right? Like a lot of American big producers would be craft beers. So oh, yeah. it's it's all variable based on the region that you're in. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, hey, anyway. So, Parker. You had Tsingtao? Oh, Tsingtao. Qingtao is a fucking giant mass-produced beer. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's one <laughs> of right. the... I think they three times as much as Bud Light does. I, like, it's it is fucking insane huge. how much they wow. make. Uh, <clears throat> you know what, though? Uh, so, talking to Derek about Sing, which we used to pronounce Singa or Singha, because that's the way it looks, but we know now that it's pronounced Sing. Uh, Sing... Yeah, it's really fucking good. Um, I had a chance to try Chimay, like, have you had that one. Huh? Is Chimay another Indian beer? Chimay? Chimay. Chimay is Belgian. Chimay is Belgian beer. Okay. It does have, but it does, I will give it to you. The Abbey patterns on it does make it look like it could be from India. Okay. okay. That's, I mean, it's fair. I mean, without the giant Belgian flag also on the label, it would, it would be. <laughs> it doesn't bad. always have it. It doesn't always have it. I, just, I mean, I just. If no. you buy it by the bottle, if you buy it in the pack, the Belgian flag. I'll, I'll only buy it by the case, Frank. A thousand dollars or or nothing is what I buy Chimay in. <laughs> now, uh, uh, speaking of Chimay, uh, talk in depth about uh, Chimay Doré with um, Rob from the internet on an upcoming 
video podcast with uh, Rob from the internet on YouTube where we discussed Schwartz beer, taking it back to what Willem talked about earlier with a dark lager. Uh, I talked with Rob from the internet. That's his name on uh, social media. Uh, on his YouTube, uh, I guess it's like a video podcast. I, I don't know what the fuck that would be called. Just a vodcast. We're going to call it a vodcast. Be sweet. Anyway, uh, that's coming out uh, sometime in the month of October, so go check that out. Uh, if you're not already following Rob from the internet on YouTube, go check it out so you can see my wonderful smiling face on that podcast. It's mm, a transition. Right. Hey, I like it. So, real quick on the, um, what was that beer that I stumbled onto uh, years ago? It was like <laughs> something really unique. Like Scottish, there's toffee. Oh, uh, oh. sticky toffee, uh, sticky toffee pudding. pudding. Ale. Yeah, yeah. Who was that by? That was a pretty Wells. big brewery, right? That was by the. Yeah, yeah. it was Bell's. Yeah. Oh yeah. no, hold on. Sorry, Stiffy. Sti- Wells. Sticky. It was Wells, wasn't it? No. Okay. It's out of. It is formerly formerly Charles Wells Brewing. It is now Eagle Brewery. Uh, so that has changed hands since. Sold the recipe. <laughs> I guess. They got overtaken. Jesus. This became Christ. a bit messy, folks. Hey, <laughs> let's not get, get it out of my brewery. <laughs> let's not get caught up on Uber what from whom. Uber what from whom. Man, that was nice. I, you know, we were talking about Wells Brewing uh, last episode or episode before last. Yeah, we were talking about their banana brew. Yeah, banana bread. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember that. Man, I got another solid macro. Spotten. Oh, but well, okay. I have a bone to pick with Spotten. Um, Spotten needs to fucking lose the green bottles if they're going to step up the quality of their beer on draft. I- Spotting is fantastic. Yeah, I don't really buy it in the bottle. Bottle is fucking garbage town. You can check that out on last year's YouTube video that I posted on uh, at No Beer Left Behind on YouTube. We did a Oktoberfest tasting where I tasted nine different Oktoberfest beers. Spotting came in dead fucking last. So, um, and I I picked it out. It's really good on tap. Yeah, well, uh, in the bottle, in a green bottle, it is very apparent that it is in a green bottle. Anyway. Fair. I'm trying to be like Heineken. Right. Well, okay. Or, so you know what? A, a funny point you bring up. Okay. So Yingling in a bottle is also green, mm-hmm. and Yingling in a bottle tastes like piss. It tastes so bad. Yeah. I can't say. I only buy it in a can, and yet I go out in market and here in Dallas Fort Worth, and people are like, I want Yingling in a bottle. It tastes like home. I'm like, oh, did your fucking dad pee in your mouth while you were at home? Because that's fucking <laughs> wild. Like it tastes like about- dog shit. So you don't um, like Stella in a green bottle? Yeah, I do. Stella in a green bottle is better than Heineken in a green bottle. What about Mickey's in a green bottle? Mickey's in a green bottle tastes like fist fights. I don't know. It tastes like it tastes like pennies and missing teeth. Is that normal? <laughs> Holy shit, Mickey's the little yeah, I did. the fucking yeah, big the, mouths, the big cap Frank. Yeah, and the little clue the, the fu- little riddles yeah. underneath the lone star riddles you can pound it more easily they used to be called hand grenades for a long time because <laughs> they look like fucking hand which is offensive as shit uh for a lot of people yeah. but anyway right. yeah. yeah yeah well 
What are we? Dark and Stormies? What is the the new name? For... It's Dualities, asshole. Duality. Dark yeah. and Stormy. I think is something else. Okay, Villem is raising his hand red emphatically. Stripe. What is it, Villem? <laughs> what about Red uh, Red Stripe? What do you guys think of Red Stripe? Well, when Parker Par brought it up. When Parker brought it up earlier, we were all no, in I... support of him. <laughs> Internet cut out. How did now that... we're gonna turn on you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey asshole. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> poor Villem and his poor internet connection. Oh, I fixed it now. Yeah, but like it just shuts off. I'll be listening to a podcast and it'll just like stop playing. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. Comcast? What is it? No, uh And the apocalypse begins. What is uh what is the Comcast version of Oklahoma Internet? What is that uh Suddenlink? Same thing. That's what we had in Stillwater, Cox. I believe. Cox. Cox, and they are a bunch of those. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Unless you like that, and if you like that, um that's cool antithesis too. of what you like. That's what yeah, Cox is. Well then I've got a cable company for you. <laughs> <laughs> if you love Cox, check out this cable company. Oh, oh I'm sorry. Did you confuse that with reliable service? Mm -hmm. Very sorry. Yeah, their the biggest competitor in the in the region here is Vag. It's uh <laughs> It's not even. You got to admit Oklahoma internet service options suck. It's fucking taint or Cox. That's all you That's get. True. You don't even That's get true. You don't even you don't get, get You don't yeah. even get asshole. Like it's no. just <laughs> get the yeah you don't even get the balloon region in between balloon not cable internet uh no that doesn't exist hmm. moving on uh the apparel i thought earlier the did you see the back of the t-shirts question mm -hmm. brian that you yeah that you put out there uh and then shortly thereafter was the picture of me saying <laughs> we're sailing now and I was like, no shit, I didn't see that. So I went back to the store <laughs> and I was like, that's really probably not going to look that great on the back of a white T-shirt. But OK, Brian. <laughs> so no. I went to the little back thing and I was like, no, it says jolly. <laughs> well, I think I think we do need some now we're sailing shirts. Well, that's the um, summer. That's the spring and summer collection that okay. I was previewing. Okay. Uh, as Frank mentioned early on in the podcast, Parker, uh, apparently we're going to have a T-shirt for every holiday, uh, mm. which I'm working I'm swiftly working on Boxing Day's uh, release. Um, I don't know Dia, what the fuck Dia Boxing Day. Oh, Dia de los Muertos. It's too soon, Parker. You're it's not going to get, you're not you're gonna not get your shirt. You're not getting that shirt in time. No, it's a two-week two turn time on shirts. Yeah. So uh, we're looking at... Um, we, we've missed but the time from design through to uh, yeah. final also, copy approval. It's going to be too... We're cutting it too close. I see what happens is I drink... I develop the design. I sober up. I review the design. I drink some more, make edits to that review, and then I send it out for approval. So it takes a bit, you know. Like your own PR department. I am. Look <laughs> at the graphic design, PR, everything. It's, everything yeah. gets by him, though. That's the problem. What? <laughs> Spelling? Y'all are definitely going to have to check that because, again, I'm drinking. Slide <laughs> the one-man crew. One-man crew. This guy. Oh, trust me, downloaded some stock photos of thumbs up pointing at me guy so that I can make, I, I've got a nice picture of Frank wearing his goat shirt that I'm trying to edit out and just have Frank's face and have two thumbs pointing at Frank's face and just saying like, you know, I don't know. We're working on for the Frank fan club. I don't know. Let me know if you're interested in the Frank fan club t-shirts. It's going to be this guy who has two thumbs and loves Frank from nowhere left behind. 
this guy. I don't know. We're working on him. We're, yeah. we're workshopping him. We're, I'd say it's. I'm gonna it's get on the copy room floor at the. I moment. gotta get blackout drunk of the weekend and come up with the best ideas. You know how that works. <laughs> it's for the art. So, um, Parker, have you ordered your holiday T-shirts yet? I have not yet. You do. Um, you do know they make perfect stocking stuffers. They do. You can find them over at our insta on our Instagram page at No Beer Left Cast. <laughs> There's a link to our Teespring store over there. Yeah, yeah. I'll see you can post Parker Nori. Also, we should make some no beer left behind lingerie. I'm not. Nothing turns me on than seeing my logo. (laughs) Ooh, hey, you know what? We already got that covered. We've got face masks with no beer left behind on them, and that's the if that's the only thing if that's the only thing you're wearing, however you want to wear it, then you got yourself Mm -hmm. some lingerie. I saw that. Mm -hmm. I was uh, just, I was kind of a little nervous about how many different tea styles there were yeah parker we couldn't control about how many uh different styles of t-shirts we could sell um that's Got why it. the team jersey is an option uh okay. which is a <laughs> moisture wicking uh shirt <laughs> i don't know why <laughs> i get well I, I know why you would need to wick sweat away from your body if you're listening to this podcast congratulations mm. fit people out there yeah um, or they get all hot and bothered listening to frank also that, uh, yeah. you, you never know. It's moisture wicking, not moisture quicking. You know what I mean? Mm. That was a really st- a stretch attempt at a masturbation joke. I it was a, it was a long, wicking. long walk for a short drink of water. Actually, it was a short walk for a fall on the face, which I... I mean, it just didn't, nah, it didn't align. No, you know what? I'm just going to... I'm just going to... Let's workshop Move that. this man! Yeah, that's been... I'll take that. A long time. Since I know. You- I... Listen, I've been giving Frank a lot of grace lately. A lot of grace. Uh, so you're drinking right. a Coop F5. I see it now. I see the green can. The co-op. Oh, sorry. Yeah. Co-op F5. Uh, Parker, I don't know if we've talked about this on the cast or not. Have you tried their seltzer, their sonic seltzer water? Yeah, it's just it makes me cringe, and I'm mm. kind of ashamed that I'm addicted to one of their other beers in their portfolio. Oh, wait. You're, so you don't like the, the seltzer's no-go for you? a no-go see they're coming down to texas this month in october mm-hmm. and they're gonna I sell am, like seven well maybe eight for the sake of brian's mortgage payments i hope they sell a fuck ton <laughs> more than that now <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> it doesn't Dude. make up a giant portion of that payment but i'm hoping they do better than that <laughs> i mean it's a cool collab uh, collab collaboration yeah um, <laughs> please like get it right it. Yeah, I like that. I, I'll work on that too. I um, hey ESL, okay? Yeah. Fuck off. I well, uh, so as a, as a true ESLer now, I'm even more insulted. I'm probably to, logging off. Grew up in yeah. You know, he went to Oklahoma public schools, so definitely ESL. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think it's cool that uh, Coop is at OKC. Sonic is headquartered at OKC. That's that's yeah. kind of neat. Um, I I think Sonic. Uh, has really gone downhill in the last decade, personally. Oh, yeah. well, okay, okay. Um, one second. But... One second. Don't bring up. I agree. I, I will tell you. Oh, give one the... menu item that you love. Let me no, the know. new the new Sonic Burger <laughs> oh. gave it a roll the other day. Jesus it's Christ. actually quite good. It is actually quite good. You know what I, I like will from give Sonic? Credit for the new. The new burger is. Was it like whenever soft. McDonald's started putting bacon on there? <laughs> <laughs> No, it's not. Now with 30%. They ditched that effort. 
now with Willem, this is not this is not no smoke left behind. No, I know. <laughs> fucking Willem turns his webcam back on. It looks like goddamn look like a, a Wu Tang concert. Jesus yeah. Christ. I, I thought <laughs> I thought I bought the fucking smoke chamber in my house. No. That was more smoke than I released after smoking a cocktail earlier. <laughs> I say you build one yourself and you just you know into the tube. Oh yeah, no, th- you could definitely put this thing like straight into your. I don't know. It's... A little COVID smoke. No, yeah. uh, God. <laughs> uh, totally agree about Sonic. Others I want to call out Brahms. Oh. Being uh, uh, Wendy's. Wendy's went to hell. Mm-hmm. Honestly, like, what the fuck happened there? Well, I never ate there in the first place, so I couldn't give you a fucking. Oh, oh Wendy's was good. Like a Wendy's. Wendy Frosty good. with good some fries. fries. No, oh, they were. ABC, baby girl. Oh, mm. yeah. It was like 97 cents. That's okay, so a you... cheeseburger. <laughs> That was. <laughs> I, I'm glad you said that because I was doing. I was like, "What the fuck is a JBC?" What you didn't know what a JBC. Got no, because I didn't um, eat at Wendy's. There okay, was one Wendy's across. There was great. one across the street from Staples when I worked there, and it was goddamn garbage town. I literally would drive past that to go to Taco Bell. I'm like, "Get the fuck out of okay. here!" Dude, I Dude, love Wendy's. Just like businesses that just went to hell in a. Wait, you know, are you saying Taco Bell went to hell in a handbasket? It was. It no, started staples out in hell. Oh, staples. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, no. One hundred percent agree. <laughs> Here I am. I'm getting ready. I'm getting ready to defend a fucking a fast food chain over the place that used to pay my bills. <laughs> I will throw down don't that Staples isn't fucking, as bad as Wendy's. Don't you dare compare. Talk, oh, you're talking about Staples? No, that place sucks. Apples to ask a person. Yes, it is. Taco Bell holds up, dude. Yeah, I, I used to have one by my last bus. It's an Aldi now. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. I hear some out of date fruit. Brian, Brian got mm. out at the top. Ah, yeah, I did. Mm. I fucking jumped ship when it was time, when the gettings was good. Yeah, Brian, they, Brian started seeing the number of copies slow down tremendously. And he was like, no. "I think it's time for a new." Job. No, as a matter of fact, I saw this the the number of copies uptick, and I was like, "I got to get the oh, fuck out of here." We're now an old people print store. Yes. <laughs> Villem, did you ever try the nuts there at Aldi's? Aldi's nuts. Yes, Aldi's nuts. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so hey, uh, <laughs> legit though, if you haven't had Sonic's new cheeseburger, the number one and number two, it's good. Um, also, surprisingly good. Not even surprisingly, I would go with because I don't think as much. My wife loves Chick Fil A. I don't think Chick Fil A is the shit. Um, the Burger King chicken sandwich is the shit. It is really fucking good. Here's your weekend challenge, Frank. Okay. Um, I'm going to hit you with the weekend challenge. I'm going to ask you about the last weekend challenge that I never got a follow up on. Weekend yeah, challenge. Weekend challenge. We weekend challenge. Go to Taco Bell. No, I'm not getting get a chicken their, taco. Get their not chicken taco it. sandwich. Not doing it. Yeah, I, I've heard it's fucking fantastic. No. Everything that I've heard about it is it's gross. And I I looked at pictures. Yeah. I actually watched a YouTube video last wow. night for whatever fucking reason. Yeah. It just popped up yeah. where some dude was eating all these sandwiches. Yeah. It looks disgusting. All right. You know what? If you aren't not going to do it for science, I am. Okay. okay. <laughs> Goddamn. Like, no, somebody here's, has here's to go I'll out say. here and give the answer to the people. 
Okay, so you go donate his body to science after he dies from eating a they're, chicken sandwich from Taco Bell. They're not going <laughs> to take my body. <laughs> science is okay. going to reject it. Science is definitely going to be like too no, much that's plastic. I don't know incinerate how it. any of these organs for pleasure. <laughs> incinerate it. Oh wait, it, I can't. I don't know why it's not burning. <laughs> He's going to start the city on fire. Okay, um, here's the here's the deal. Before we go to Willem, Willem, I, I see you. I see you. Um, <laughs> You go, dude. You go get Brian. Here's the deal for for a thorough review. You go grab yourself a chick. I think it's actually chicken sandwich from Burger King, and a Taco Bell. And I will do the same. Wait, come out. Hey, so it's, hey it's hold like on. Let's go to chicken. Stephen Hawking, who keeps raising his digital hand. <laughs> Yeah, also, yeah, Willem, you, you got to stop hitting the button multiple times because I can hear that, and it's it's recording as such every yeah, time know, you do I, that on my end. So users will get used to it. I, I like don't it. think I'm they will. Involved. I don't think they're going to revolt. Uh, don't call me Stephen Hawking. High <laughs> <laughs> praise. High praise, he said. Uh, <laughs> And any of us could only dream, frankly. <laughs> yeah. Uh, That's just too funny. <laughs> wait, what the fuck were we talking about? What were we just We talking were talking about, about the chicken, chicken sandwich boards. Oh, okay. So chicken. So are you telling me it's not real chicken? Is that why they don't put chicken? They put no. Chicken? No. Frank is saying – Frank no, no, is taking it's, it's an elitist a, a standpoint. Frank is taking an elitist God. standpoint against the glory that is Taco Bell. Yeah, if I, I, it's not the first time. This is not the I first see. time. And it's, right. and it's yeah, also not the first time you've been wrong. Argument. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Have you had like Popeye's chicken and then also yes. uh, freaking churches? I don't even know if they're. I love there. churches. I recently had them and man, I was surprised how good they yeah, were. Churches they are good. is great. Dude, here's the uh, deal. You, oh. could feed, you could feed an entire family plus a neighborhood. For seventy dollars at churches, as long like, as you can yeah. find one, and as long as you have thirteen hours to wait for them to make the food. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, but you always say this about every every place, every place. I stand by. Brian it. has a comment about how long it takes to make the it's food. Just food. Brian, it's just food. Brian, you live in a place where people apparently have infinite amount of time. It, you would think that I, I lived on island time. Smaller. You would think I lived on <laughs> island time because you know what, Chick- Chicken Express, which is the the fucking end all be all chicken. Churches. They have corn. They have corn dodgers at fucking at (laughs) Chicken Express, and they have great sweet tea. Only you would order something off a menu that said corn dodgers. Yeah, it's fried sweet corn. It's fucking awesome. It sounds awful. It's fantastic. You know not what you speak. (laughs) You know what? I go to Chicken Express. I go give me some biscuits. Give me some honey. Give me some fried chicken. Fuck off. Get fucked. No, you need to get the fucking goddamn corn dodgers. You need to get those. And if you go to uh, Golden Chick, I used to shit on Golden Love Chick. Love Golden Chick. Golden Chick, Chick is Golden fucking Chick. amazing. Get their spicy fried chicken. Holy yeah. fucking balls! You know, I convinced I convinced my 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 wife that uh, the Bush family got rich off of Bush's chicken. Are you fucking kidding? Me? <laughs> you Frank. fucking lied to your what spouse. Oh, Pollo Tropical. They flew too close to the sun. They flew too close to the sun. They expanded too quick. They were so good, but they, they knew were. they didn't understand what it took to get black beans across the continent, apparently. <laughs> they flew too close to the sun. Dude, they're all so down in Austin right now. They're all changing them into Hawaiian bros. Yes, that's okay, what they're doing they, here. 
the fuck is that? How is Hawaii you get better fucking representation than the goddamn Caribbean? We're fucking right there. Have you ever been to Hawaiian Bros? No, because they're not open yet. Okay, well, wait till they open. And do they have pizza? Because if they don't have pizza, they can kiss my dick. No, I I think it actually explains. (laughs) Oh, Philip, we lost Philip again. Oh, damn it. (laughs) I think it thoroughly explains why some, uh, I don't know, there are some significant weight problems amongst the Hawaiian population uh, of America. Wow. It wow. is. Wow. No, hold on. Is that entire. <laughs> Brother, is? Is that you? The entire. The entire menu is is sweet. Like, it's. It's like the sweetest teriyaki chicken you've ever had. I ordered stuff yeah. and I was like, oh, okay, I'm going to get some chicken with some rice. And yeah. I was having dessert. Yeah, well, in chicken yeah. it was fucking. So they put weird. pineapple on everything. I've heard. Yeah. Oh, dude, I don't know how they're gonna survive. Pulled tropical was like real flavor. This is just sugar, fucking, with some soy sauce. And uh, Hawaiian rolls and Hawaiian rolls. Everything's on Hawaiian bread. It's just everything's a normal dinner roll with some pineapple juice. Dude, give me some of that shit in a fucking Ziploc bag. Like, <laughs> friendship bread style. I'll take it Dude, home. Dude, fucking... Okay, so Mrs. Brian's best friend, we invited her over. This is years ago. This is pre-baby, okay? So we're, we're having a get-together at our house. There's some people from our, our old church coming over. We were like, hey, we're making dinner for everybody. You don't want to bring... You know, just bring whatever and... Uh, and, and it, you know, you'll you'll be fine. Don't worry about dessert or, or chips or whatever. Just bring whatever you feel like. She shows up with a fucking two bags of Hawaiian rolls. <laughs> now, mind you, should be noted, we're making like spaghetti for dinner. Something something easy, like pasta based that will go a long way. She shows up with Hawaiian rolls. Double carbs. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> you know what? Fuck it. Everybody likes Hawaiian rolls. Let's throw some butter on these motherfuckers, awesome. throw them in the oven, and call it a day. I fucking and, love it. Everybody was happy. Those Diaz. Yeah, those little sliders on those little motherfuckers at like a Super Bowl party. Oh my god! You know what I found? Okay, y'all. So, uh, you know, I'm a big fan of instant. Uh, I'm a big fan of my instant pot. I decided to start making shredded beef Korean tacos. Ooh, I, haven't, I haven't. I actually haven't heard anybody say instant pot in a while. Get woke, bitch! Because here we go. So I uh, I, I started making uh, Korean uh, shredded Korean beef tacos. Okay, fantastic. Really easy what, to make. What kind of uh, kind of beef do you use? So chuck, just chuck roast. Yep, and then trim good, all good. the fat off of it. Chop it up into bit into like chunks. Throw it in the instant pot for forty five minutes, and it fucking oh, it's so goddamn juicy and delicious. So here's the deal: I found Hawaiian roll tortillas. Yeah, yeah, that's a new thing. It's so fucking Damn. good. Like I want it, it's like literally you. Bring your mom over to my house. I will punch her in the fucking face and then hand her a Hawaiian roll tortilla and be like, <clears throat> huh? What do you think? It's a little abrasive. It's pretty you good. Just give it to her. It's <laughs> punch your mom in the face good. That's how good it is. <laughs> yeah, I do love Forgive, Be forgiven for anything good. Yeah. 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 Forgive that's me. That's what you mean. Forgive um, me because nothing should be this good. And then you just punch them. Yeah. I mean, I will always, when it comes to tacos... Or tortillas in general side with the corn. Uh yeah. Um, no, all but, day. But if if you if you hand me a Hawaiian sweet roll tortilla, I I will enjoy it for what it is, just like I enjoy the Hawaiian sweet bun. I think the the Hawaiian sweet bun li- tends to be overly used. 
Well, I mean, in and high it school, can, it, it goes with a lot of things, but it goes better with a lot of like like pulled pork, a Hawaiian sweet bun on pulled pork. Holy shit. Real quick, mm-hmm. I just want to cover this because I know a, a lot burger. of people are yeah. screaming at their at their uh, listening devices right now. Yes, Hawaiian sweet roll was my nickname in high school when I got a nice tan. Okay? <laughs> it's all I'm going to say. A bunch of cat calls in the hallways. Yeah. Oh, oh! <laughs> anyway. Um, all right, so... Um, Villem, Villem, I know this is... this is We're pushing your bedtime. Mm-hmm. And he's got uh, some Instant Pot there. Uh, he does have an Instant Pot uh, meal that he's got set for 32 hours. It's a slow cook. Low and slow. Gonna, yeah. yeah. Hey, Villem, I have like a Mediterranean butt-chugging neti device, neti pot for you that I got to get to you. I'm sorry, the butt-chugging yeah, part is... Hold on, wait one second. What? Can you go grab that thing? This is your birthday present that has been sitting at Parker's house... Um, <laughs> what that he indicated he would bring to you and then make sure <laughs> you got it. Now, he, hey, hey, yo! In all fairness, he's been busy. Everybody gets busy. I'm not blaming him. Mm, We're cool. True. I just think it's hilarious that after the sausage incident, dried sausage gate. Sausage gate. Sausage gate was, was like, also Frank's surely, nickname in high school. Surely he's not going to be a month and a half late on the. Oh yes, he is. But you know, well, what? he's only he's not a month late yet. So. You know what's hilarious behind behind <laughs> Parker's uh, microphone? I am ninety nine percent sure that is the same like frame that holds pictures that I have in my kitchen right now. I think we have the exact oh, same yeah. fucking picture frame. Yeah. Oh God, are you guys ready for the first idea. no beer left behind unboxing? Do I need to, re- do I need to record this? Do I need to get some ASMR shit? Get some good... Okay, you can't... Okay, so real quick, ASMR doesn't work when you lick the object. Uh, it's It involves the microphone. Ladies and gentlemen, Parker just licked this box. It tastes like cardboard. Yeah. I was appealing to the deaf ASMR people. Okay? Why are they listening to this podcast? They're watching it. Oh, not, yes. What the fuck is that? Oh it's a fucking Mediterranean neti bar. Right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, the water yeah, in you here. Make coffee with this. It's a way to serve coffee. It looks like a bong. No, no, no. That's the one you use to share wine. It looks like a bong. Oh, I'm going to be very yeah, honest. It as it pours it into your mouth. That's right. Frank yeah. just went with it. Yeah, you make coffee in it. <laughs> no, I. Sorry. I, you I can make coffee just, in anything if you try hard it's enough. It's a carafe. No, that's right. You, you pour. Yes. Again, well, are we just. Time out. Time out. Are we just saying that this yeah. is. This is a wine decanter because all the parts that Parker just showed look hey, like a bong or a water pipe. You yeah. you literally pass it around and share it like at distance like that. You you see like almost like you would do like a goat uh, bladder or something, you know, or like a shambong. Similar to a shambong, but not not as, as not as yeah. kitschy. Each each gets their own shambong. This is one <laughs> thing of wine, and you pass it around the room. And you go this is everyone shambong. Wine. Is what this is. Yeah, like you're a mule or something. No, it's, it's very it's COVID friendly. Fun. Yeah, yeah, I was going to say. You it is, though, because it's, you never, no one is supposed to touch it. Yeah, did you rapid test? Did like, you rapid test? Did you rapid test as you hand it down the line? Yeah, Why is there a hole weird. in the side of it? Or is that just a black? You have your background yeah, here. It's a carb. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, that's what it looks like, Parker. Like, you're joking. It, it looks, looks like a fucking water pipe. 
<laughs> you would do it the other way. Yeah. Dude. yeah. That would be the bowl, obviously. Para los bebedores. God damn it. In any case, <clears throat> yeah, Frank, you that bought, is the, you bought, uh, you bought that Villama. Is it's a Portuguese wine. Uh, you bought Villama Portuguese. Wine share that is at Parker's house. So maybe now you guys have reason to, I don't know, grab a sandwich together. <laughs> sandwich, if you will. <laughs> Did you get yes. it at uh, that Los Alugos store? Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. That yeah, they were. Delicious. Yeah, you're welcome. They were selling them out. So I told Parker, definitely need to get one before they don't have them in stock anymore. Is this Mediterranean? And he said, <clears throat> yeah. He said, yeah, great. I'll take it up and give it to him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and we signed an agreement that I, I was like, I'll take it and give it to him by this date in business Friday. Well, yeah. I mean, I should have figured that really meant he'd get it sometime before the end of 2022. Tulsa's large. Let's Parker. give everybody a break. He does live like 30 miles from me. Yeah. Okay? In Dude, road yeah, in, in DFW mileage, that's fucking two days drive. Okay. Yeah, so you can't. Sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, that's Parker. Uh, I have banjo every other sun, every other Saturday over at. Uh, well, I'm not going to tell the listeners. You yeah, know, just tell us where you're going to be. Yeah, I take banjo over in your neck of the woods every other okay. Saturday. Wait, so he's already okay. over there. What? What's that? What just? I that like mean? it. What? <laughs> That was his southern draw. That was uh, terrible. That's right. It's <laughs> banjo Villa, listening. Villa He's Mike. already over in your neck of the woods. <laughs> yeah, I was going right. to say. Oh, right on. Oh. <laughs> I, thought, I thought it was a nickname for us. I was no, like, that's let's, not accurate. And I think offensive. Eat there, dude. Do you ever eat there? Yeah, hell Indian yeah. Food? Oh, my place. gosh. It was fun. Yeah. Tenderia. Okay. Oh, fuck. Bet. Cut that out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, um, I mean, your style Villa, of food, guys, I think that's fine. Yeah. It's, it's, Villa, do you want to sign out? I'm, I, I don't know if you're going to have like yeah. 50 people at this gift exchange. Nah, you'll be fine at this, at this rate. <laughs> All right. I got to bounce, guys. Thank you for listening. Enjoy the rest of your time, Frank, Brian, and Parker. See you, buddy. Bye. See ya. I'm going to hit him with the reggae horn now. And I felt like that was, that was. It was the right thing to do. I think so. Yeah, you paid your respects. Yeah, all due respects. Um, <laughs> Frank, you said that y'all got y'all got some uh, some storms. Parker Dick lengths uh, inches of rain. <laughs> all right. Um, interesting. So yeah, we last night, right around this time. God, how so, many well, inches of maybe, rain? A little earlier. So between the hours of 8.30 and uh, maybe 11.30 midnight is when I went out and checked. your local forecast on the Weather Channel. Sick. <laughs> I figured I'd give you a bed to work with. This is from 2000. Oh, this is the bed. Oh, fair enough. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so local weather on the 8th. Um, <clears throat> six and a half inches of rain in two hours, <laughs> two and a bit hours. Hey, this is a hey, significant hey. amount. Do not shortchange me here, sir. <laughs> you said seven inches of rain last night. Yeah, so seven, <laughs> seven total. I was talking about between those hours. Hmm. Um, so, a so half within inch two, came at a different time. <laughs> yeah, it kept raining. That's what she said. <laughs> it kept raining, but um, yeah, we seven inches of, of rain overnight is significant six and a half of which came within like a two hour period um so it was it was a lot of freaking rain 
Um, which is good. I mean, you've the soil today was nice and saturated, and I bet we'll did see. That retention let's... pond fill up behind you. Were you it like, did. At getting in your attic again this time? <laughs> no, not this time. So it filled up, <clears throat> and then the the rain let up. Last time, I mean, the, the actual flood in all seriousness was 18 inches in like seven hours. So it takes quite a bit. Um, and I don't, <clears throat> I don't know that people really understand. If you've ever been in a thunderstorm and seen how rain comes down nah. when like there's they're like oh there's two inches three inches of rain an hour not everybody's ever experienced that if you've ever experienced that imagine that going on for like six hours and then not freaking yourself out because that is a shit ton of rain like i've never millions and millions of gallons billions of gallons i'd have yeah. to say if you look at like seven inches of rain per square inch. Yep. Yeah. Especially in a place like that where it's limestone. Yeah. And like everything's, you don't get that much rain. So everything's hardened and it's not very absorbent. Yeah. It takes a while for rain to absorb. Is that the word? <laughs> yeah. That was a tough absorbative one. is a word. All right. Yeah. We're I think, I think we're looking for absorbent. Absor- absorbent. No, absorbative okay. is what we we're right. going for. Is where yeah. We're at. So it just runs off into your little dry Creek beds everywhere. And yeah, yeah. it is. It, it, it's kind of, it's, it's a very unique setup because we are, we are really dry late summer, but we have two monsoon seasons. And the first one is in May. The second one's in October. It's just kicked off. So everybody here knows it can rain. Um, And we try to tell people when they move here, like, take whatever you think about rainfall rates and just just toss it. Um, They're going to tell you the region can experience over the next, like, this is our forecast. Between Monday and Sunday, this region could get anywhere from two to eight inches of rain. Now, eight inches is the top of a range that they've determined is like a median high end, right? There is some model out there that throws out, oh, there's this region's gonna get this area is gonna get 13 inches. And if that should come true in certain areas, which it does sometimes, because it's all just statistical probabilities, a region getting 13 inches is an ungodly amount of rain um especially when it's or they dry. say like <clears throat> yes yeah, so, or they say like austin uh averages 38 inches of rain per year yeah what they don't say is that 30 of that can come within a 48 hour period <laughs> yep of that you know yeah and that's that's, that's what people when they when they move here they don't realize that like the reason the lakes exist is because one good rainfall and they're back to being full because we get so much rain at one time. But what they don't tell you also is one good rainfall and your house could be in Galveston. <laughs> like it, It's a legit, for some people, a legit <laughs> concern. Like if you live on the Blanco River and you don't understand how that river historically has flooded, you probably need to go take a look because it's, it, it, it is a river that every hundred year flood has been higher than the previous hundred year flood for decades. Um, and we're we... talking, we're talking floods that are like 
30 feet in the air above your house like you're not you, they're unsurvivable if you're near near the river that that's how big that river gets if and it, you don't even have to be experiencing the rain the rain has to fall over in Fredericksburg and that wall mm-hmm. of water is going to come down it's there's nothing soaking it up <clears throat> have we fucked up the natural balance of that river are there dams on that river that the Blanco does not have dams. No. Um, the Colorado does, which is why through Austin, you see a significant amount of weird flooding happening. Mm-hmm. Uh, Waller Creek is one of them. Um, the really the significant thing. So Texas before the dam, like you should actually, if you're at all interested in this, the the, the Colorado um, River Authority has a whole history that you can watch on YouTube. It's not them. PBS actually did it. It's a very innovative, um, similar to the Hoover Dam. The um, the Austin Metro used to flood all the time. And they, they literally designed this lock and dam system to be able to control the flow through what they then considered to be the Metro. And unfortunately, with expansion, as with any town, right, they didn't keep up planning. They didn't keep up whatever they needed to do. Um, and now they've built towns in areas that are not supposed to be based on those plans populated as heavily as they are. Uh, Marble Falls being one of them. So that last big flood happened last year up in the, the Highland Lakes. It wiped out a bridge. Um, that was going to take about two months to be rebuilt. This bridge meant the difference, uh, like commuting wise, it added an additional hour and a half to people's commutes mm. to get around Lake Travis versus going on this bridge. So that's the kind wow. of shit that happens down here because it just rains so fucking much when it rains. Like it's an unbelievable amount. Well, you said I should Google search it. I, Absolutely will, because I am interested in a lot of weird, obscure stuff like that. That should probably be a segment on here, because I do a lot of weird-ass Google searches. Yeah, We should probably all have our last, like, five Google searches and talk about them. (laughs) Oh, boy. (laughs) That was not in incognito mode. No, yeah, not on an incognito tab. (laughs) We we won't talk about those. (laughs) Yeah, I, I'll uh, I'll one hundred percent say uh, I I am in your boat. Like, if I if I have a slow day around noon, one o'clock, and I'm like, you know, the rest of this day, I'm really just receiving incoming emails, making sure, you know, nothing's on fire. Um, <clears throat> I'll look up one of my go-to places is our documentaries on Reddit, and people post some obscure fucking ro- documentaries on there, like. I mean, shit that you didn't even know someone spent an hour and 45 minutes of film time to, to document. Nice. You know what uh, one that I found myself looking up the other day uh, is, <clears throat> are you all familiar with the animals song, The House of the Rising Sun? Yeah. There's a and fucking the f- full on like 10 or 12 minute, like little mini documentary on YouTube about it. <clears throat> no shit. It's really good. I mean, the song dates back to like the 1200s. No shit. Wow. It's fucking wild. Uh, but it's 
really cool. Like, uh, and then I fucking found this uh, on a the I think it's on the Polyphonic YouTube page. Mm-hmm. They have a bunch of shit where they just break down popular songs or like songs that have like made it through the decades of being uh, like in popularity, and they break down meanings of it. Uh, the 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 premise. I listened to that. I listened to um. Y'all familiar with the Gorillas? Yep. yep. <clears throat> Do y'all know who make like who the founder of the Gorillas is? I used to know. I forgot though. One of the lead singers Girl. and the backup backup guy yep. from the the the, the band Blur. Yeah, oh, the the British woo-hoo. band. The, yeah, yeah. I got my head shaved. Yeah. yeah, same guy. He's the lead singer of the Gorillas weird as shit uh they break uh-huh. down the whole process of how they worked with some super famous artists uh yeah in early to animate yeah and, and no i mean like a musical artist and yeah, no, the, the animation artist and too. the animation artist too yeah. like they they had some like disney people doing that shit like it was wild uh but yeah, yeah. No, i like those documentaries so when y'all talk about random shit, that's that's the For stuff sure. that i like hey if you're not learning what the fuck are you doing like i love yeah learning new stuff i'd like i don't even i don't even listen to music barely anymore i'm listening to a podcast to learn shit or i'm like youtube videos on how to or like yeah do you I know can tell you how to build a pergola in my backyard i can't do it but i could tell you how to <laughs> <laughs> well also uh, okay here, here's here's what i will say about the learning youtube uh deep net that is out there there is a significant amount of that shit that you shouldn't attempt no um and pergolas yeah. is one of them uh, <laughs> you you should you should definitely stick to paying the home depot crew if you're going to build it out of a kit to come in and do it for 500 bucks or if you're going to build a custom pergola pay someone to do that uh, there is so much you can fuck up in a pergola mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. um the people installing that shit, or or people that throw down concrete slabs on their own, no, no thanks. You can tile it because you could tear that shit up if it looks like dog shit. Um, a concrete slab that looks like shit is going to cost you about as much as you pouring it. Jack it out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and then you're going to have to do it over again properly. Yeah. Uh, that's and and pergola wood is just so expensive that it's not worth fucking around with. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Drywall patching? Look it up on YouTube all day. <laughs> How to perform a self-appendectomy? Yeah. Look it up. You want to do a vasectomy on yourself? Maybe I, pay I, a professional. I think this is either my gallbladder or my... Yeah. We'll, we'll call this the appendix. Just cut it. Yeah. Just cut it. <laughs> so you got to put the rubber band on your sack until it turns a different color. What color is yeah. it? I don't know. Fuck. Don't know. Open up YouTube. Yeah. We got to find it yeah. real quick. No. Oh God, that would be incredible. You know the farmers that practice it with the rubber bands. Oh yeah, uh, that is the craziest shit. Like mm-hmm. dog breeders do that. It shit does. Too. It's wild. But it doesn't cost them that much to bring a no. vet in. No. Well, but I think it's also like fairly. I mean, it's been done for a long, long time, and mm-hmm. like the process, like actually, it's 
fairly like sanitary in the sense that oh no it is not a lot of infection or anything yeah it's just a slow kill and then it just <laughs> but it's so odd could you imagine your balls in a vice for weeks on yeah, end no no, no they would <laughs> okay. just be blue and then black uh, and then green I, and then there would be like fuzzy I, stuff on I it i feel like growing. i gotta stand up i don't feel like yeah. sitting down anymore i don't yeah and that's the I, problem that is yeah. the problem. That's what I'm like, guys. Sedentary lifestyle. Get a, get a vet out there for a day for castrations. Yeah. It'll cost you 800 bucks for all the cattle and just be done with it. Like no, uh, I, that part. Mm. I literally Didn't, watched my grandpa do that many times. Yeah, it's big a very old. strange thing. It doesn't that change the way they're banned for a big old sack. It doesn't uh-huh. change the way their milk tastes, guys. I don't see what the big deal is. <laughs> What? What's that? <laughs> Holy shit, man. <laughs> okay, yeah, so um, last thing for me for the night. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm, this weekend mm-hmm. is ACL. Oh, uh, Austin City Limits, weekend one. Frank sold his tickets for the first time. Yeah. Did um, you sell them to that one person you text, you mentioned in the last episode? Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. She, she was there. Uh, the one that didn't want to pay. Yeah, let me quickly re- let's let's rehash this. Yeah. Um, so, if you didn't listen to the last episode, Frank sold his ACL tickets, but the lady who I found to sell these tickets to texted me back after I gave her a price for Frank, said tickets. Frank, the price was face value plus fees. Yeah, is what you and it was fi- five hundred and forty-two dollars total. Total for and she said two tickets. Yeah, for two tickets. And she said, Well, most people are selling it without fees. And I said, um, Is anybody uh, essentially my comeback was uh, at $542? That's what I paid. That's what I would like for these tickets. And she said, Okay, um, we'll take that because they're all charging $640. And I was like, Okay, so. Did you really just try to negotiate fees out of me after? Yeah, you should have. I'm a hundred dollars cheaper than pain. any other bitch on the street. Like, what are we doing here? Yeah, that's that. That mistake's on you. You should have then told her six hundred dollars without fees. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she can't do basic math. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So <laughs> you're dealing. I, I, I honestly, I did think here. about. I did think about that, but then she came back pretty quickly with like. Um, well, pretty quickly, 20 minutes later, I think she texted a friend <laughs> and, and said friend was like, how dumb are you? Um, and then, you know, accepted my offer. Um, okay. So Damn. I, I, yesterday, um, it, it was a bit, it, it was a rigmarole as it were. I had to, <laughs> that's a hell of a, that's, I had okay. initially bought. <laughs> Fucking can't. You get to use that word once every ten years, dude. Parker, welcome. Right. To the, Parker, no, no. Welcome. Wait, wait for me to describe what happened, no. and then you can right. either agree no. or not agree Hold with on. the word. Yeah, Parker, I, feel like I need another beer for this. Parker, welcome to the podcast. I know you've been gone for a while, but this is what Frank has devol- like de- like delved into. Just using words from 1920. Oh, gosh. You <laughs> know, look at his Google search. It'll be like, weird words people don't use. Yeah, no, n- no, no. The, words these to things, make you sound smart. These things One of the come topsy-turvy to words of 2021. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, yeah, you just had me use another one. My schnickly um, mac so is going on crazy. Isn't that where the tomatoes grow upside down on your back porch? <laughs> 
potatoes, not tomatoes, potatoes. No, on. he's right. Oh, he's right. Man. <laughs> I was. Oh wait, that's a thing. There's a product, yeah, topsy-turvy. called the Topsy Turvy Tomato Grower. Um, God damn it. it! The tomatoes grow down, and it's supposed to mean that they don't get as many diseases. It's mm-hmm. really weird. Uh, I thought that was what girls did to do their fucking hair. Uh, they like that, braided it's that their too. hair. Um. So okay. I I had to go through a big rigmarole on. And we're uh, back. Wednesday, Tuesday. So yesterday I had an appointment to get a tono cover put on my wife's truck because we're about to have tono. a child. And I think it's tono. Tono. Yeah. Not, Anyways. Not toenail cover, whatever the fuck and you put no, on there. I said tono because up <laughs> north they call it tono. Well, they're, they're wrong. Tono. Tono. In any case, if it's a long A, if it's a short A, it doesn't matter. Hey, it's a hard cover for the back. It was up there. yeah they also use the word big for bag so big big okay so so i got one of those flip ones the hard shell flip ones right yeah um just to make sure it's rainproof because we're gonna put the stroller back there and shit so i was like it needs to be kind of like a uh, i'm gonna throw one at you a boot um so Uh, (laughs) in any case we uh we had that planned ahead of time, and then all of a sudden, my my ACL ticket showed up, and I had to do the exchange. Now, Frank had bought Weekend 2 tickets, and back when we were still planning on going, before we knew we were having a child, um, I had arranged to exchange my Weekend 2s for Weekend 1s, because we wanted to go Weekend 1 instead. There was some planning going on for like vacations and whatnot. So... Um, I get this message about three weeks ago from this dude who was like, are we still planning on doing the exchange? And I said, yep, we'll do the exchange. So then I list my weekend two, my, my weekend ones, which aren't in my hand for sale and keep my weekend two. So I'm already like trusting this dude is selling legit product, right? Like this is good. So I get, um, the message, finally get my tickets which ACL sent weekend one tickets out way early and weekend twos only came in the mail like this week um, and arranged with this dude to pick up the tickets. What he did not tell me is that he lived in Pflugerville, which is literally an hour and a half north of me. So I arranged to meet him on the toll road halfway, which is a 35 minute drive um, on my, yeah. So at 1.30, I get there at 1.30, the dude's late. Get the tickets from him eventually at like 1.45, whatever. Real quick, I feel like this is a murder podcast we're listening to right now. One second. It actually, it'll make sense here. Okay. Okay, so he's not too bad. He's communicative, whatever. In comes Madam, couldn't do math. <laughs> um, so I text her like not text her like message on reddit right back and forth and i'm like hey um where are you driving from let's find a spot whatever eventually i just tell her i'm gonna be at 290 and 35 between these times can you tell me when you can meet me are you on the side of the highway i'm in little rock pretty much yeah i mean like literally you pull off the side of the fucking highway that's no 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 you meet at like an academy or a burger king pull out your cb radio and breaker breaker Breaker, yeah So I'm like, let's meet at the Academy of William Cannon at at 2.30. And she's like, okay, Uh, that's fine. 
So luckily, Champions League was on, so I was watching um, some soccer, you know, just passing the time because I had gotten to that spot by 2 o'clock, um, and I wasn't driving home and then driving back. It was just a waste of time. So I, I'm waiting. Then I get this message. Uh, yeah, it's saying my ETA is like 2.45 or something. I was like, okay, fuck. You left late. You're driving from West Austin. So I'm having to drop off my truck for the tonneau cover. Thank you for pronouncing it correctly. <laughs> at, at, at 3 o'clock, okay? I drop... Okay, so missing 3 o'clock doesn't really matter, but it takes like an hour and a half to install this thing. So this lady texts me, oh, I'm going to be late. Original meeting time was two, somewhere around 2. Then now it's 2.30. Um, at 2.30, she texts me. She's like, ah, it's like 2.45. It's like, okay, fuck. This is getting real close. Then she texts me, out of nowhere, wrong parking lot. Like, right. wrong parking lot. She goes, yeah, I'm over by the KFC, um, da 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 uh, Toyota Corolla Gray. I was like, <laughs> we we Fuck. said academy. Like it says academy. <laughs> I, I get I get there. Okay, <laughs> find out where this KFC is. Which is, it's it's in a similar parking lot, but it's not connected. What uh, she just gets the KFC and gives up. This no, is what she does. Hold, hold, hold on. I'm hold angry. On. I'm. So I go to KFC. Angry. I go to KFC. I have I have the tickets in hand. Uh huh. And. I go, okay, these are the tickets. If she has $550. She's, she's standing, she's standing outside the car. Okay. No, she Venmo's me the money. And I go, just, and I wasn't angry. I just said, just curious. Uh, we said we were meeting at Academy. Why did it change to KFC? And she goes, oh, I, I was hungry. Oh <laughs> that was it. That was it. Uh-huh. It's like, you, you, is this what <laughs> this, Yes. You're buying. Let's let's put another scenario. Out there. You and your <laughs> friends. Yeah. You no. and your friends want cocaine. Yeah. For said event, do you just yeah. meet the dealer a mile away from where he said to meet? Because counter like counter question to you, does the dealer want to get paid? Well, yeah, I needed to get rid of these tickets. Well, I was like, also, okay, dealer needs to get rid of that coke. Counter, you know what I mean? counter question: Were you also hungry and you hit up KFC after you did the deal? no? I already hit chicken? up Subway before. I was not hungry anymore. <laughs> so I, I, I was just baffled. But I was so late for my my tonneau cover appointment that I was like, "Thank you for pronouncing it correctly." How again. the fuck is this? Did this really happen? Like. What just happened here? And I still haven't fully processed it. Like I, someone tells you to meet at Academy and you go, I'm going to go meet half a mile down the road to KFC because I'm hungry. And I'm just going to tell him to come to KFC. I'm taking my Park. glasses off to explain this to you, Frank. <clears throat> you are asking why someone who cannot do basic math mm-hmm. also cannot figure out basic navigation and ipso facto basic common sense yeah i mean it was a significant uh, ask I yeah no you're you're the the gap that you're producing for this person they can't they can't clear it they're not yeah. gonna be able to do that she also doesn't know that you can take a ride on red yeah no she's sitting there I through all the cycles. she's never Straight done up. that one time in her no, life no, no no she's all, yeah, man no. well in any no. case yeah i'm sorry that 
might have been a long walk for a very short drink of water. <laughs> no, I like but, how I like how you ended up getting fucked over by someone who couldn't do basic math. That and that's why happy. I used rigmarole. It was like, a real I, rigmarole. Why did you tell us the part about you changing weekends with another gentleman? I don't know how. Well, because yeah, it, I was it, it was an additional additional step it's in like the a, whole process. It was like a red herring this, in this, this murder chick. plot. Yeah. No, it's, it's like, like he like, had I, to write a thousand word essay and he was just filling <laughs> space. I know. I went through actual effort. <laughs> and then I woke this. up and made scrambled eggs. And then I went no, to class that day. It actually took me. Okay. The entire point of that was it took a lot of effort already to get the proper tickets to sell her. And then she was just. Wait, you sold her rock. tickets that you didn't even have yet? Yeah. Yeah. What? Futures. <laughs> I no oh because okay, so I could have told I I could have told that dude fuck off. I'm not doing it anymore. We're not going. I'm gonna. I would have told Futures. that. I would have told that dude. Hey, this chick wants to buy them from you. She said she'll buy them at six hundred dollars as long as you don't include fees. And then no, just let him can, have the extra thirty two, bucks. Okay, so weekend two is notoriously more difficult to sell. Okay. Um. So that the UT students buy weekend one. Weekend two is the OU game. So it, it's not as easy to sell weekend two, which is why I, okay, I did the switch for weekend one because we wanted to go, but also right. I wanted to keep it in place because it's a hell of a lot easier to sell weekend one tickets right? Um, than weekend two. So that's what I was going with. And these people, I promised them that they could get my weekend two tickets. So ah, I, I wasn't going to back out. It just was some extra work. Mm. And this lady at the end of the, fucking line was more work than any of the whole thing so um, you did this she, extra she work. Paid money but none of it made any sense yeah i was gonna like, say you none paid, of it made any sense you paid this extra you you did this extra work to keep your word with this other person yeah to make zero dollars on the transaction less gas that mm-hmm. you fucking yeah. spent to drive halfway to flugerville and then and, to deal with some lady to tell me to go meet a KFC. Well, and you had to buy the KFC double stack chicken sandwich because you were hungry. And you were late to get your Tanua cover. Ten- yeah, wait, how did you pronounce it the first time? Tano? Okay, so, no. Tan- tan- you got, how do you all pronounce it? Tano. 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 You pronounce it's it Tano. That's the right way to pronounce it. it. Up north, it's pronounced Tono. Tono. Mm-hmm. So, oh yeah, I forgot your toenail cover had to be brought yeah, on. You, just... you tono shit, man. <laughs> you tono shit. God damn it. Man. That's quite the rebuff. How Real? how do you get how do you Okay. All right. Never Quick mind. question. I've never been to ACL. I don't know anything about it. I, I hear if you tear it, it's really bad. Concert. It's wonderful. When, we, when I was down there. <laughs> It is. It's great. It's absolutely fantastic. It can be a career ender. Yeah, it can it's be not a career, a career ender. ender. Well, if you tear it, you it is. tear your ACL. It is. Oh, it's my insane. God. Did you not see that's where I headed with it? Jesus Christ. I did. Okay. Hey, on. I got to meet, me meet me at KFC real quick. The Cigar Vault uh, posted hey, I'm whole Academy. I needed some shorts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I had to get a jock strap and hold up these nuts. You guys are you, you have you have no doubt. You probably would have just left the parking lot yes. and told her to find her yes. own ticket. <laughs> yeah, one thousand percent. I'm like, hey, dumbass. Uh, well, you're at KFC, then you can matriculate your way or whatever 1920s <laughs> word you want to use your way over here to fucking Academy, where we said we were gonna meet. I, Real question though on that. So, um, weekend one, weekend two. 
does is weekend one historically better than weekend two? Why it's bec- the the Texas OU game happens weekend two, so your crowd is smaller. A B that also means that the Jesus. big acts are normally reserved for well, not the big acts, the big small acts are reserved for weekend one. So weekend one is a more loaded lineup. They claim that both weekends are balanced. Weekend one, the grass is still green. It's not been treaded over for three days. Like a PGA. It's weekend one is legit. Normally the best weekend. This year it's going to be a mess. Like that thing's going to be a mud pit. I would not wish a weekend one ticket at the moment on my worst enemy. It's about to rain like four inches and be mm. terrible. Mm. Um, Sounds like Woodstock. Yeah. Get your Volkswagen Beetles stuck. But they let Zilker Park after the party. It gets to rest for three months without anybody stepping on it. So well, okay. So that was going to be my question: Is like that week in between? Do they just like clean up all the beer cans and semen and vomit and shit and get it ready? They focus on the protesters. They shoot them in the head with fucking bean bags, and then uh, everybody. Well, that happens out on Thirty Five and Sixth Street. Ah, sorry, Um, I got confused. The homeless encampments. Uh, no, they ship them to Dallas. <laughs> Did they now move into Dallas? They've moved into Dallas. They've been so. relocated under the bridge across the street from my work. Okay, so the until it gets cold. I wish I wish it gets cold. I wish I were fucking kidding. <laughs> no, like I know. Station. So um, the uh, weekend one, mm-hmm. yeah, like I said, tends to be acts wise a little bit more active, um, but the. The Saturday of weekend one is a shit show. It's packed. Mm -hmm. So between the weekends, they do come in, they clean everything. They re they don't re sod, but they do some aeration on the laws and they try to, they don't try to, they have it down to a science at this point. Like once ACL is done, they let the lawn rest for a couple weeks. And by the time January rolls around, you wouldn't even know where the stages were for ACL. Like they do, they really do a good job. The Austin Parks, it's their event. Parker. So Parker, Austin Parks f- runs the event and they license it to C3 to sell tickets. Fucking Miley Cyrus, George Strait, and. It used to be Stevie Nicks. Megan the no Stallion longer. are now are the fucking like headliners for weekend one Austin City Limits. George but fucking under, Strait. He's not going to play his guitar. The is amazing, too. Oh, yeah. The Black Pumas, which are fantastic. They're mm-hmm. fantastic. Um, hold would, on. I would go see Holly. Wait. Oh, Asleep at the Wheel, which is weird. That's Chris Ledoux's, uh, like, their yeah. ba- his band that he had before he died. Rest in peace. Rufus Dussault. Uh Oh, amazing, Skip Marley. Amazing so that's a all over the map in terms of... Like, oh, yeah. Sure. Yeah, so a- ACL is... That's why I was telling this group and many groups, um, if you're an adult and you have kids, you're not going to find a better festival. And it's fun. Like, it, they have a kitty festival um, where they, like, bring in... Um, well, what used to be... I don't know what the new kitty things are, but, but it's like Yo Gabba Gabba. Oh, shit, and that was They have Friday. concerts for them. And then as soon as the night falls... Maybe you have grandparents take care of the kids, and then you go see, you know, Rufus Dussault, Tyler the Creator. Holy uh, shit! That was Friday, by the way. Like Modest Mouse is on Saturday. Billie Eilish, nice. Doja Cat, um, The Who, which is not that Who. It's no, it's, it's spelled it's spelled differently. Um, 
<laughs> Al- Alice in Wonderland is good. It's fantastic. Great EDM EDM act. Um, Durant, yeah, and then Tyler oh, the Creator the- on Sunday. Duran Duran on Durant, Sunday. Erica Baidu. Nice. Greta Van Van Vliet. Greta Van um, Vliet's badass. Saint Vincent. Um, Carol G. Band of Horses. It's a huge festival Band and it's all over the place. Ass. It's it's phenomenal. Like, wait, honestly, we need to we we need to have a a no beer left behind ACL year where we just go hit up this festival. Bro, I I have never had a bad time at the ACL. same. The same headliners are on weekend one and two. Yes, the headliners stay the what? same. It's the undercard that changes. Uh, okay, okay. Well, Greta Van Fleet and what? Band of Horses they actually sw- they just switched uh, stages. It looks like. No, so there's a W one next yeah, to everybody yeah, weekend no, one yeah, and a I know. W two. Yeah, I know, but like Greta Van Fleet, Band of Horses. Yeah. Oh, no, they didn't even switch stages, they're the same ones. So Saint Vincent Saint Vincent, you don't get unless you're in weekend one. And Saint Vincent is phenomenal. Oh, okay. Um, but John they they replaced Saint Vincent with something called uh Madion, which I've never heard. Well, um, here's the deal. Um if you haven't seen Kenny Hoopla, um, <laughs> they are going to be on the stage for 45 minutes on Sunday of weekend two. And let me just tell you, if you haven't seen Kenny Hoopla live, yeah. then you are not ready for to see. Just or, oh my god! Or so, okay, women. No, but in, yeah, no. In all seriousness, in all seriousness there's a. Um, uh, Phineas, which is Billie Eilish's brother, yeah, uh, who has not performed live at a festival that I know of up until now, um, is going to perform this weekend on, well, I guess in two days on Friday. He'll probably be like a 5 p.m., 6 p.m. show. Um, maybe even at Tito's, the Tito's Vodka Tent, maybe at T-Mobile or Honda Stage. I don't know. It depends on how popular he is. He's popular, but he's not Billie Eilish. So, uh, yeah, if you've not considered going to festivals because you think uh, you don't know the music, it's too uh, EDM, it's too rap, it's too, well, I don't know, I rock, like, yeah, hard no. rock. I like all um, genres. Yeah, this is, this is the festival for all genres. If you enjoy everything and you're okay with finding some... Packs. No, there's oh. none of that. But if there's if you no if you're okay with like um, a band that you've never heard of and sitting there and listening to them, that's the fucking best kind. It's the man. best. It's your the favorite band best. at one point in time you didn't know anything about. Exactly, and ACL is that kind of festival. Like they yeah. before Rosalia was huge, she played there and killed it. I was I knew of her because I listened to reggaeton and Latin music a lot. Um, oh, and we were there. It's so like uplifting. It's so happy. Like, it's yes, so happy. Dude, I love it. I love it. So so we 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 show up to this to this performance, and there's no one in the crowd. It's it's well, it's not no one, but it's maybe two thousand people standing there. And this lady starts singing, and she her her mom is from India, and her dad is from Catalonia, and she starts singing <clears throat> like this Hindi flamenco type stuff. And her voice just goes nuts. And all of a sudden, this 2,000 grew into like 10,000 because people are like, oh, I need to hear where this is going. Um, that's ACL. Like, you're not going to know 90% of the people that perform during the day 
or the ones that you do know are going to be outdated and bands like um what the hell what's the band that i saw the the poker crazy uh crazy game of poker band are you talking about oar oar yeah so one of my first experiences of acl during the day at like 1 p.m was oar coming on nice fantastic now, yeah. if you go to a college music festival, OAR is like a headliner. No, this is like an 11 p.m. No, sorry, 11 a.m., 1 p.m. type band yeah. um, at ACL. Oh, yeah. So it's it's worth going. Like I would highly nice. recommend everybody go. And if you cannot go, or if you do not want to go, <laughs> uh, they also stream really good perform, like the headliner performances on YouTube. They do. Uh, really? For last, free? Yeah. Last year, yep. uh, oh, uh, when Frank and Mrs. Frank were driving through about this time, uh, I think we caught weekend two of ACL and we watched the Black Pumas perform. And it was mm-hmm. badass. I had never heard them before. And now I've listened to them on a pretty regular, pretty regular mm-hmm. basis. And pro uh, pro tip, most festivals have streams. Yes. So I love watching EDM Fest. On oh. stream, uh, EDM fests, even like ones that are years old, are fucking Great. amazing. Fantastic. Fantastic. All right, I do have to go. Yeah, I, I do as well. Um, uh, my beer count is way too high to announce publicly, and I'm going to assume that I've seen Parker crack open uh, beer after beer after beer as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys Frank, both just said I do. I just want to say that you guys are not legally married. Well, do you not remember that time that I'm I, an officiant that I proposed right. to Frank in Villem's yes, uh, kitchen? Yeah, this is yeah. like a mock when, proposal. I had a mock yeah. proposal before we brought seven layer dip, which honestly, so, in a lot of countries, bounds everyone to marriage. Oh, dude. What is a party without a good seven layer dip? Uh, It's well, you can bring all your seven layer dip that you want unless you bring low calorie beer that will absolutely not get you drunk. (laughs) What is that called? Like a. The dowry or something? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh yeah, god. Okay, let's let's go. I need to go. Yeah, I gotta seven go. Layer dip dowry. I'm gonna I'm gonna play. <laughs> that was your contribution to the marriage. <laughs> and seven oh. goats. <laughs> All right, bud fifty five. Everybody, bud sixty five. Battery foodie. Uh, the goddamn it, monster. <laughs> Thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for joining us on this and every episode of No Beer Left Behind. If you like what you hear, do not hesitate to go over and leave us a review on your favorite podcast app. Please, the highest rating only to help others find us. We very much appreciate it. Um, If you have uh, some comments or uh, dare to follow us over on the social media, check out uh, at No Beer Left Cast on Twitter and Instagram. While you're on our Instagram account, be sure to hit up that Teespring store and check out the No Beer Left Behind holiday collection. Um, you know, just uh, be prepared for the holidays in the best way possible to be jolly AF. For Brian here in North Texas, until next time, I am out. Mm, great. Nicely said, Brian. Thank you. Uh, thanks for letting me join tonight. It was a blast. Uh, real, real quick grinds my gear section here. Um, you're a nice restaurant and you have shitty silverware go fuck yourself come on invest come on whenever i bend my fucking fork trying to cut into Uh something no stop it stop it you're getting a review and it's not gonna be good i promise you that uh for parker in tulsa go fuck yourself i'm out for frank in far far north new braunfels um buy the merch 
definitely get your Christmas merch orders in. Um, yeah, it's it's fire. You're gonna enjoy what you see in that merch. It's perfect, perfect holiday shit. And then Brian will be posting the sweater edition here, um, probably sometime mid October, which will be right in time with the holiday party themes, um, which will be perfect. Um, additionally, uh, tip your waiters and waitresses. I'm out.